Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are V, Vim, or it, It's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at The Voice of Night vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns, and you can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on co-host at Topple Thrones. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. You cannot follow us on TikTok if you have a Confederate flag in your icon. Fuck you. <sighs> Two people yeah, well, in a single that was day. A problem with our most recent upload. Was there something in the upload? Like, what no, was, what it was, was the, the Dracula one. Yeah, it was just about Dracula. Hmm. Hmm. What a mystery. Uh, today we are talking about Supernatural Season 7, Episodes 5 and 6, uh, something in Slash Fiction. What's the first what's the Shut first up, one? Dr. Phil, in Slash Shut Fiction. Shut up, Dr. Phil. Why is it called that? It's a I don't know, thing. because they're, yeah, because oh, it's like a couple domestic thing. Right, right, it's right. Stupid. I forgot that he did that. It's such a, it's such a Buck Lemming title. Content warnings for this episode include death by electrocution, death by boiling, death by nail gun, adultery, death by beheading, alcoholism, insects, badly CGI'd, eyes, eyeballs, mass shooting, torture, baby death, impersonation, cannibalism, um, you know, it's the blanket content warning for the rest of this season. Leviathan eat people. Melting? Aciding? I don't know. Somebody gets stuff spilled on them and they melt. And mention of suicide. I love how much the two of you hate Buck Lemming. It's very funny Okay, to me. just you fucking wait, Wyatt. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just like, this means this nothing to me presently. This is only their second episode. The, yeah, the episodes we've seen that they've done and be like, these are fine. Uh, have, no, we've only seen them do Route 666. You you thought the racist truck was fine? It was fun. Yeah, I mean, for the this show, fun. for this show, I like, I look it back on that worse. episode fondly. I mean, yes. I guess, but it's not it, good. No, the none of this show is good, Emma. It's. <laughs> hey, you take that back right now. Don't put Ben Endland's name in your mouth like okay, that. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I just mean, like, we, like, it's not in my list. Neither of their episodes are my list of real stinkers. It's like, true, it's not, it's, it's not the, the, like, Japanese ghost sickness episode. Ugh. We're gonna get more of that, too. Like, Andrew Dabb's sins have been way clearer to me than Buck Lemming's sins, even yeah, though, like, yeah, the, the like racism was extremely clumsily handled in that episode. As we talked about, they were trying to do something. It was, like, 2007. No one knew how to talk about racism. No white, white people, people, I mean. Didn't, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's the joke. Can that's I the, can yeah, I read like, to you the episode title of one of next season's episodes by Buck Lemming? Yes. Men's Is best friend with benefits. Oh God. All right. I fucking hate that episode so fucking much. Ash, isn't oh, that God, one an Andrew Dab one? Such a rage. I have no idea. I don't know. It's just awful. Yeah, that's a Dab and Laugh one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, Brooklyn is responsible for the title Jack in the Box. Okay, okay, that's cruel. That's just cruel. Our father who aren't in heaven. That doesn't even fucking make sense. You see what I mean? It's a Buck Lemming title. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, okay. So, 
Okay, episode five, Shut Up, Dr. Phil, written by Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming, directed by Phil Scrisha. Uh, I continue to don't know whether we're pronouncing that right, but whatever. We open on a lady named Wendy getting her hair done as she's telling her sister to sell her house because her partner loved it and he did something shitty. We will learn a lot about these two people over the course of this episode. Uh, she then gets sucked up into the hair machine and electrocuted. Rip. It dings like a microwave when she's dead, which is very funny. Dean's having sad dreams about bad stuff. He drinks hard liquor after waking up and does research and finds the cold open lady, uh, Wendy, and also a guy who got boiled in a hot tub. Uh, Sam, asks, Sam asks if he's okay, and Dean is a huge dick to him. Nacho cheese leviathans hunting the boys. Sam talks to Wendy's sister, but only learns everyone loved her. And Dean finds a cursed coin in the hair salon. Bingo, it's witchcraft. At a construction site, a guy in a urinal is murdered by his own floating nail gun. Uh, it's very Tommy Knockers. People also liked him. Uh, Dean finds another coin, and Sam finds that everyone who's been dying were all involved working on a shopping center with a real estate developer named Don Stark, uh, who is kind of Trumpy. Bobby finds out the coins are obscure Romanian coins, and the boys notice a bunch of plants dead in one spot at the shopping center. They go talk to Don and his assistant Jenny. Uh, Sam sneaks upstairs to use the bathroom, and Dean chats up Donnie Boy. Sam finds some witch shit in his bedroom that probably belonged to his wife Maggie, and they interrogate him, and yeah, he totally cheated on his wife with Wendy, and his wife hexed her. Uh, also more dead plants. Also, at the moment I saw Maggie, I realized what this episode was doing, because I recognized her, and then I recognized who Don was. We'll talk about that. Uh, Dean breaks into Maggie Stark's new house and finds a witch hex shrine, and Jenny is the next victim. Uh, she comes home, but Sam distracts her enough for Dean to get out of the house. She does a hex on Jenny, and it's gnarly, but the boys save her just in time. Um, also, uh, Jenny and Don are not fucking. Everyone has been wrong about that, despite the, uh, the vibes between them. <laughs> Maggie's at a charity art auction, and Don shows up, and they have a big argument, and oh hey, they're both witches, and he knows she killed Wendy. When he leaves, he watches the statue of his own head explode. Bobby gives Dean some stuff to take it a witch, and Maggie's getting the auction ready. More stuff is going wrong for the town in the background. The boys start the ritual, and Don hexes the auction to destroy the paintings and kills Maggie's friend Sue with a plate. She gets decapitated at rocks. Uh, it's witch war time. Sam and Dean figure this out, and off they go to stop it. Uh, also, Nacho Leviathan is still hunting them in the background. The boys follow the witches to Don's house, try their ritual, it fails, and the witches start doing a counterspell. So the boys go to plan B, marriage counseling. We hear Maggie's motives for the people she killed. They were all involved in the affair. My dogs are upset at something. And also we learn that these two are like 800 years old and have centuries of baggage going back to the Renaissance. Uh, well, and further back, but that's what they talk about. They alternate between talking about throwing the boys... Sorry. They alternate between talking about this and throwing the boys around with magic, and it's pretty funny. Eventually, they start making out. The boys, <laughs> the boys go back to the motel, and oh hey, remember that Leviathan? A fight ensues, but then Don just shows up and saves them. He'd come to collect Maggie's coins from under their beds. They tie up the Leviathan. It's a huge shaky duck story for this guy. Uh, Sam tries to get Dean to talk about his feelings. It does not work. The end. Um, the bit for this episode is that it's uh, Spike and Cordelia from Buffy. Yeah. It's uh, James Marsden and Charisma Carp... Sorry, James Marsden. It's James Marsters and Charisma Carpenter as Don and Maggie. And they are doing a great job. Wait, is it actually their actors? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. I've never seen Buffy. Don't talk, don't talk to me like that. He's a vampire, <laughs> not a witch. Well, what's that have anything to do with that? I'm saying it can't actually be like in universe. This is Spike and Cordelia. No, but the bit the bit that they're doing is these like actors that have acted like off of each other for a long time are now mm. being put into these roles to just be completely steal the show and get entire scenes with just the two of them talking, which is rare for Supernatural, who cares so much about the boys. And then I'm like, ah, I see why. This is a fun little this is a fun little episode. This is for this is for them. Yeah. They're the heroes of this episode. <laughs> This is another one They're that's textually like textually not, but okay. <laughs> they save the boys in the end. They killed like oh, five people between. Oh them. yeah, no, they're terrible. I she didn't say that. Them. He I mean heroes, heroes in the Greek fashion. Oh, I see <laughs> the main characters. They um, uh, what's what was I gonna say? I don't know. They're just great. I love them. They're, they this episode's great. very fun. This is another one of those episodes of, like, the boys just stumble into someone else's story. Mm-hmm. They didn't even kill the witches in this one. Yeah, they just leave. They're just like, I don't think they, they would have been, been able to. They never been able to take them, yeah. to They barely survived the episode because Don got, like, a, a nice kick for a second. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah, we'll talk more about them. They're very fun. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because, like, when the Striga got away in 118, it was, like, a big deal. They're like, ooh, we let a monster go, and it's still going to be killing people. And now it's just like, these witches have killed so many people this week. Yeah. Um, but they're, but they're not mad at each other now, so they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they're... weren't killing people. And, like, if, if Don would just keep his dick in his pants. Yep. And if they went to fucking therapy. Yep. It would be fine. This probably only ever happens, like, every few centuries. Yeah, when everything just boils over. Yeah. They're just having one of those marital moments. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so should we talk about Dean? Win- Actually, no, I want to talk about this opening scene. Yeah, can we talk about the fucking GoPro? <laughs> wait, wait, what? When, well, when the camera is inside of the, the hair thingy, it looks like a GoPro. It has such a different, like, quality of film to it than the, re- than the other camera. Yes. It's that so is- funny. I did notice that. Yes, there is some interesting cinematography in this opening scene. Yeah, so there's like a swoop as she like, I think she's trying to get out of the chair by like going down the way you would expect if you were trapped with your hair in a in a like beehive salon thing. You would try to go down and out, right? You could just stand up, but um, there's like an implication that she's being magically compelled to not do that, I think. So I thought it was like, like sucking her in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a little... Like, her feet are off the chair for a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's these weird, like, point-of-view shots of her, like, looking down and trying to get out, which is the the GoPro Ash is talking about. I don't know if it's literally a GoPro, but it's definitely one of those, like, little mounted cameras. Yeah, it's a body-mounted camera. Yeah. When Chris finds her body, he does, like, a terrible... Ah! Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's so funny. Shout-out to Chris. She uh, shows also, also. He's like, if you need anything, give a shout, and then closes the uh-huh, soundproof uh-huh, doors. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's so funny. I don't think it's like, soundproof. It's just that there's like hair dryers in the next room, so it's really loud. But again, the, they're air. They're like soundproof. Yeah, it is. It's so funny. It's a funny fucking cold open. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. I was just going to say shout outs to this actress for really selling getting electrocuted by this thing. Her like feet wiggling mm -hmm. like crazy. Oh, it's so good. Um. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that this is very Tommyknockers. This falls off in the second half, but um, Tommyknockers is a Stephen King story about uh electrical things going crazy and killing everyone basically what it's actually about is like aliens that are obsessed with building things and put like a psychic field over a town and make everyone go like into haywire like crafting mode because now suddenly everyone understands how to build hyper advanced alien technology but they're doing it with shit they find in their backyard or like can salvage from the hardware store so everything is constantly like falling apart or like breaking in weird ways um and I to focus. uh i'm shifting into crafting mode <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> me playing minecraft and the uh the 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 extremely stupid but also excellent uh nail gun scene very much reminded me of Tommy Knockers in particular. God the fucking nail gun. Scene. It's so funny. It's just also sorry there. to correct you Wyatt, but it's not a urinal, it's a porta potty. I feel like that's important. Oh, did I say urinal? Yes, you did. My bad. Por yes, it is a porta potty. It's a place where you urinate. But it is not, not exclusively. a urinal. Choice. Yeah. Yeah, you can go poop. Yeah, you can shit there, too. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Good teamwork. <laughs> um, I also want to shout out the random extra in the back that is, like... I don't know, it's just... Most extras are normal. This one just looks like a cool lady. She's got, like, extremely bright red hair and, like, cool stockings on and platform heels. Shout-outs to you, person, that we never see your face. So true. She just stood out because she's wearing a bright blue shirt when he comes around and is, like, in the center of the frame. And I'm like, wait, is that going to be a character in this episode? No. We never see her again. She's just there. Actually, no, I think we see her briefly in the hair salon again. But, yeah, she's just, I guess, the assistant salon person. She's, like, in the background talking to the cops or something. Anyway, yeah, it's a fun cold open. Yes, it's very funny. Then we get Dean having a nightmare. Yep. He suffered a little Dean's boy. He's thinking about all the bad things that have happened to him. In and the first season. thing he thinks, I mean, I think it's implied that it's it's, it's um the last, it's the first three episodes of season seven in order. So the first yep. thing that he thinks of in his nightmares is Cass. And then Sam. Walking into then... that lake. Um, then Sam having his hallucinations and shooting at him. And then Amy. Can we talk about the filter that's over the cast, the cast it's, nightmare? It's weird. It's like, um, it's different. Like, each of them has like a different filter. The cast one is like night, not night vision, but I, I don't know how to describe it's it. So it's, they like jacked up the contrast. I don't even He's know like what they did. He's like surrounded by white lines. I. Yeah, it's, it, the other ones didn't like stand out to me so much because they were like sepia toned or something well the sam one is this like one an intense just... like twilight blue filter and uh the amy one is just like washed out yeah this one stood out so much to me i was like hello it's very weird mr screesha you made some interesting decisions in this episode 
I don't know. I, don't, I think that actually would happen in the editing room, so that would not okay, be Okay, well, him. Mr. Editor, or Miss <laughs> Editor, Mix Editor, <laughs> we have questions for you. Yeah, we do. I always have questions. Full of questions. Um, so, Dean's having a rough time of it, huh? Mm-hmm, and we know this yeah. because we actually get comments on his alcoholism. Yep. Uh-huh. As you have said before, he's only alcoholic when it matters, but boy, does it matter in this one. Uh, also, we have another example of Dean sleeping completely clothed on top of the blankets. Yes. And assume, like Sam is out jogging, so I assume it's in the, it's the morning, so I assume that he's just he slept, slept like this way that. all night. Yeah. I think it's probably a, like a survivalist thing. You know, he's got to be ready to be on the move in a minute. Yeah. But you can't even be under the blankies? No. You know the how hard blankies. it is to get out from under the blankies in the morning? Blankies are for queers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has hell to be under the blankets. What else do you yeah. want to be under a man? <laughs> um, This is where Sam's health nut thing progresses from salad to exercise uh -huh. um he comes back from his run and dean's like something better be chasing you oh. <laughs> and uh, wyatt do you remember when you were talking about sam's soy boyification yes here it is i that's so funny to me because like you know who also work out bros Bro, yeah, thank you. Self-styled alpha males. Like, oh. that's the whole, like, the, it's, yeah. See, but it's... he's not weightlifting. He's doing cardio, and cardio is for queers. Ah, okay. So, yes, you're right. Cardio is for queers. I take it back. Yeah. What do you need that cardio for, bro? To fuck your boyfriend? I fucking hate cardio, though. Yeah. I got asthma, so me too. Got asthma? Dean, Dean calls Sam Lance Armstrong, like, three times, and yes. every time Sam's like, that's biking. It's funny the first time, and then ceases to be funny. I think it's funny because Dean is stupid. Yes. And they're annoying. I love when siblings annoy each other. It's true. Uh -huh. Like, he's doing the bit on purpose, because he knows it bothers Sam. <laughs> All right, you know what? I, fair enough. That turns me around on it. Also, there's a great bit where we get some uh, sassy Sammy, where Dean's like, you ever heard of a town called Prosperity, Indiana? Sam goes, has anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's Indiana, Dean. Also, Dean has great eyelashes in the scene. Sorry. Dean has great Fair. eyelashes all the time. Yeah, but you can see them here. Um, Dean's like, like, do you want to? Oh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, he's like, and this other guy boils in a hot tub, and Sam says, you don't see a lot of that. And Dean says, no, you don't. Um, so and weird. then Sam's like, hey, do you want to talk about your feelings? And he goes, no, uh -huh. I do not. Um, and Dean's like, and it doesn't mean, that something's, doesn't mean there's something going on with me, okay? And Sam goes, yeah, okay. Dean says, no, don't say yeah, okay, like, yeah, okay. And Sam walks off going, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so great. Funny. It's He's very, it's peak brothers to me. Yeah, that uh -huh. was really good. That was the part where I said in the chat, like, I always forget yeah. fuck Lemmy can write banter. Like, that was good dialogue. Mm -hmm. It's so dumb. Like, yes, that's exactly what they're supposed to sound like. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know if this is just because I just noticed, but I think we are entering the years of Sam's triangle sideburns. They're so ugly. Okay. The rest of his hair looks so good this season. It's, like, silky smooth, and then his sideburns are just, like, plastered to his face. They are, they are like, scaling triangles. Uh, 
I did not notice this. Unfortunately, Jarpad's facial hair is one of the few things I actually ever pay attention to. I don't <laughs> okay. know why. It just sticks in my brain. Scary Maybe because he's the only one who's allowed to have facial hair. Please tell me you guys know the scaling triangle video. I know of it. I don't think so. Ah, the scaling triangle. I've never seen it, but I've seen yeah, memes I have of it. it. Okay. It's literally 30 seconds long. I guess we have to put it in the reps anyway now. Um, so we get our first of our little nacho cheese leviathan uh, interludes. I love him. This this is funny. He's great. Like, this whole, like, shaggy dog story is so funny. It's like the slow movement of the iceberg uh, getting closer and closer, and you're like, okay, how's this going to interact with the main plot of the episode? And then it's just, it's just he gets owned at the end. It's so funny. Also really funny that he, like, opens his trunk that has a dead body in it, just, like, in the yes. parking lot. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. The Leviathans don't give a fuck. They control the government now. Are you gonna call the cops? I'll eat them. They are the cops. <laughs> Literally. That's what's that's that, next that episode. One post, but you gonna call the cops? I'll fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do some investigative stuff. I don't know if anything really interesting happens here. Um, when they find the coin. Which is a little bit later. There's nearly nothing interesting in between. But yeah. when uh, they find the coin and, and all Dean knows about it is that it's not American. <laughs> yes. Congratulations, Dean. He's like, it's, it's like not a, a penny. I don't know anything else. It's like a ninth century Wallachian coin, right? Yeah, it's a Wallachian ducket. That's what Bobby ducket. says. Yeah, Wallachian ducket. Which is funny for like unrelated reasons of this episode because I was like, oh my god, that's where Dracula is from. Um, and I was right. Yes. I think that's the, yeah, I think that's why they picked Wallachia. But, like, that has nothing to do with witchcraft. I mean, with... Uh, I mean, it's adjacent. I guess it could be, but, like, there's nothing about Dracula that's connected to these witches. They just happen to yeah. be from Wallachia. Yeah. Um, I actually learned that about Wallachia from And I Darken by Kristen White. Ash and I learned about that from the Castlevania TV show. So true. Although they call it Wallachia, don't they? They do call it Wallachia. I don't know which one's right. That's why it didn't Which, click for me it, until you literally said Castlevania. What? Okay, it's been a hot minute since I've seen Castlevania, okay? Wait, give me some No, 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 my what? It, hold on, this can't be right. <laughs> Is it Wallachia? It's, it's Wallachia. Oh, hell yeah. Good question. So, everyone, everyone's wrong. I was wondering if it was a... <laughs> the... Me going what, this can't be right, was the Google pronunciation is Wallachia, and I'm like, no. That can't be it. <laughs> And then I checked and found someone pronouncing it in a with with what sounded like a Romanian accent saying the. Oh, yeah. So. Shout out to languages that have ch. So true. Shout out! Shout out to the ch. Mm -hmm. Hope hope you're not phlegmy if you speak that language. Sometimes the phlegm helps a little bit, at least for me. It softens it. Right, I was making the joke of like accidentally clearing your throat and like spitting up phlegm when you do it if you do oh, it too hard. Oh, so much for that image. Can we move on? <laughs> Taurus study when you have a cold. Dean points out that spa robes don't have pockets, and Sam makes fun of him for knowing anything about spas oh, yes. because that's gay. Um, yeah. And Dean's like, I observe with my eyes. <laughs> it's literally, yeah. it's so funny. Just admit that you like. Getting your nails did sometimes, Dean. Uh, also, there's a good little, uh, <laughs> Sam says, pick me up, and Dean says, why don't you just run home, Lance? It's so funny. 
They're such assholes to each other in this episode. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is where we first noticed the dead plants. They don't really go anywhere, but I like the... I, I think the magic in this episode is pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, the effects are neat um, and creative, and uh, this is the most we've seen, like, adverse side effects of magic on, like, the environment, I think. And I think that's cool. Yeah, usually, let's see. The last time we saw it, that I remember, at least, besides, obviously, Lazarus Rising, um, dead plants is in uh, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Yeah, I looked it up. It was definitely that. Three. Yeah. Three or two. They're like, wow, I've seen this before. And it was like, yeah, at your mom's fucking grave. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't her grave, but it was while they were visiting her grave. Yeah. So, like, and then he was like, yeah, at the that. at the real estate office. And I was like, what? Because I don't remember yeah. actually seeing Literally in this episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm reading the transcript and it says a man says goodbye to another man. And in my head, my intrusive thought just said gay to say goodbye to another man. Literally so true. <laughs> 15, 18 plays. Um, so yeah, we see this guy get killed with a nail gun, nailed to the wall of a of a porta potty. He's it's gnarly. It's great. He's got nails. Yeah, he's got a nail sticking out of his cheek. It's a good effect. Like they didn't have to do that. They could have just not shown him getting stabbed full of nails. Yeah, it um, looks pretty good. It's pretty whack. He, he has such a sad look on his face as we like zoom in on him, realizing he's about to get shot in the head with the nail. Yeah, he's like looking down at himself, like, "Oh God, what's happened to me? I'm being killed by a ghost nail gun." Um, the cop that they talk to about this guy knows a, a lot about his life. Um, and the cop everyone in this town like, knows gives everyone. Him a look like, hmm, gay people, and the cop goes, "We're a close knit community." Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Really close knit, sweetheart. Huh? Much. Oh, also, <laughs> I was just gonna say part part of what's so funny about the nail gun scene, and part of why I liked it so much, it reminded me of like. Tommy knockers or just some other like old uh I guess it's not I don't know is the Tommy knockers a B movie it's not a very good movie whatever uh is that it's clearly being um it's clearly on a string and <laughs> you know sometimes the old ways are the best ways uh-huh the artifice Mwah. we see it and we appreciate it it's like waving around because it's like hard to keep something on a string steady <laughs> See, it's better to do that, I think, than have a CGI'd rope. Yeah, Abs around, no, like, absolutely. <laughs> it would, that would look like garbage. We've seen it, yeah, and it did look good. like garbage. I mean, the bees are in oh, this yes. episode. And yes. It looks... It's true, the bees don't look we'll very there. good. We'll get there. Um, I thought it was a fun. Listen, sometimes you have a fun idea and you want to do it. Like, exactly. it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, I have no. I'm at the point in my life where I am charmed by bad CGI. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm not mad. I think it's funny. I think he should get it's stung cute. by fake yeah. bees way more often. Also, I don't know how they did when it fires, but it looks good. I think what they did is they, like, shook it in a way that made it look like it was firing. and But I don't know, because it, it lets out real, like, steam or smoke or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, because if, cool. it, if it was hanging on a string from the top then the kickback would have made it, like, swing yeah. with its handle first rather than actually kicking back like a nail gun does. Uh, yeah, I assume what they probably did is they, like, shook it to make it look like it was firing, and then maybe they put, like, dry ice or something in the barrel. Maybe. Oh, maybe they had a string tied to the barrel and to the, like, 
the back of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They multiple multiple strings make it look like it's firing, and then put some dry mm -hmm. ice in there. Also, cool. a little bit of smoke is pretty easy to do afterwards. In, it's it, true. As, as an effect. Yeah. Um, well, it's happening while they're firing it, but. Anyway, um, I like that this guy is a blue ribbon pecan pie champ. So true. Ah, oh, fucking pecan pie. Uh, so yeah, they do some investigating. Um, I, uh, so Dean's like another physically impossible death. You got any ideas? And Sam goes Cirque du Soleil. So funny. I love you, Sammy. So they find the uh, shopping center. Um. This is where they go and start investigating Donnie Stark. Why do you keep calling him Donnie? Because it's fun. Okay. Um, Dean starts drinking from his flask, and Sam was like, you have a problem? He says, on the job, and Dean goes, we're always on the job. You guys need help. Yep. You guys are mentally ill. Yep. Um, we we get another cut to Mr. Nacho Cheese, which I just want to point out because he's listening to uh, See the Funny Little Clown. <laughs> no one knows he's crying. It's very silly. I love you, Chet. I'll miss you. Yeah, yeah. We don't get we we don't get much more of him. <laughs> we get plenty of him in the next episode, though. Right, but I mean, is we sorry we won't get much more of him after the next episode. <laughs> yes. No. Um. Yeah, so they talk to talk to Mr. Stark. They meet Jenny. Her name is Jenny. Jenny Klein. Just like they they literally I mean, it's cute, I guess. Um to name her after their co-writer. Yeah. Co oh yeah, I forgot Jenny Klein is an actual person. Writer. Jenny Klein has written for Supernatural. She kind of looks like Jenny Klein is the thing. I wonder if they intentionally got someone who looked like Jenny Klein or just like just thought it was funny. Or like renamed her. I don't know. I love that they recycled that last name. I mean, it's a it's a fairly common last name. I suppose. Um, there's a funny bit here where uh, I mean, a she made him cupcakes, and like they he like winks at her, and I think this is where the boys start like being like, hmm, I wonder if something's going on here, which they were right, but also not with her. Um, and uh, she says, I'm gonna stop at uh, Beeman, Beeman, and Beeman for the revised contracts. Oh, it's so funny. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of stupid lawyer office names. Uh-huh. Like you could just call it the Beeman Brothers. Yeah. Or something. I mean maybe. And then they one all of have to have their name. They all have to, the Beeman Sibs. Well that does not roll off the tongue quite so well. No. Their their sisters should <laughs> should trans transfer gender that way they can be the Beeman <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> Um, also, this guy has just, like, a very ostentatious office in a way that's great. He's got, like, a little, like, Greek warrior statue thing on his desk. Everything's, like, beautiful stained wood. Mm -hmm. He has a, a uh, he has a photo of the Trump Tower signed by Donald Trump. Yeah. It sure does ring a little bit differently in 2022. Uh -huh. I guess it's 2023 2023. Now, <laughs> Shut yeah, up. Time the, is a flat the, circle. The bit is this guy's a, like, um... A shitty real estate developer in the same way that Donald Trump yep. was um, before he moved on to politics. I think However, his name comes from Donald Trump and Tony Stark put together. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Abs absolutely. Actual textual evidence for that. It's just um, like, that's probably not a coincidence. Uh-huh. Uh, however, the thing is, is he's being played by James Marsters, which means he has genuine charisma and is great. <laughs> uh-huh. Heartbreaking. 
the worst person you know is played by a, a good actor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's he tries to um, he tries to play off that like, cause yeah, we know, we know now that he knows that all these three people are being killed by his wife. But and he knows to... it too. Yeah. It's yeah, so he's funny. like, uh, you know, these things happen. It's fine. Like, I don't know. Nothing, nothing weird going on here. I like that he's like, it, uh, this is just so fun to me because it's like, they're a little marital spat and they don't want anyone else getting involved. And like, even though he's mad at her and she's mad at him, like he's trying to cover for her. Yeah. He knows it's only temporary. Yep. Um, also, I can't believe that he doesn't catch Sam's extremely, like, uh, uh, neophyte sneaky excuse, which is, can I go to the bathroom, please? <laughs> literally. And he's gone for so long. He's literally gone for so yeah, long. Yeah, but Don is busy. He's not like, hmm, I, wonder, I have nothing to do but think about this man pissing. He's, like, in a conversation. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Dean talking. keeps him talking. These two people, I guess the thing is, the thing that I like is both Don and Maggie enjoy, like, talking about themselves. Yeah. Heartwarming. The worst people you know are married to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the quote for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I could make so him yes. worse. Sam finds the little, little witch bag. Uh, there's some fun props in here. Which, it should have tipped them off immediately, because, like... If if I were married to somebody and I was doing evil witchcraft and I broke up uh -huh. with them and uh -huh. I moved out, took everything, I would also take a little box of witchcraft bullshit. Uh -huh. I wouldn't just leave it in the closet. So I think they should have suspected, like, hmm, I wonder if Dawn's in on this. Yeah. I think it's just yeah, gender it's bias. Fairly, it's fairly obvious in hindsight, but at the time I was like, oh, it's just convenient, I guess. I was immediately like, why would she leave her evil paraphernalia in her ex's house? Yeah. Do you want him you know, to take you I apart? was wondering, I mean, I know we get it cleared up later when she, like, explains, oh, this guy covered for you or whatever. But I was like, why did a man die if your wife is murdering your lovers? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity lost. The cheating man is bisexual. So true. Um, maybe they did. So yeah. Maybe they did go out, but she doesn't care that he cheated on her with him. She, I mean, we know why. It says it says why later. No, I know, but for a long time yeah. it is not yeah. explained. <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, yeah, it takes a while. They're so yeah. goofy. He's like, okay, it's true. I had a recent little thing with a business associate, and they're like a thing, like a shoe or a golf club, like a waffle iron. I lost yes. focus and had a consensual workplace relationship. That's exactly what my notes say. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sam finds her funny little box. There's like weird like dried up seeds. There's like a silver necklace. Uh, there's a cool little paper envelope full of mystic runes. There's like an interesting mm -hmm. medallion thing too. I like, I like this. I like little witch paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. We're we're truly in our like uh, who gives a shit era. It's like I could have looked up these symbols. I have not. I don't know. Whatever, man. Maybe they're Wallachian. Uh, I sort of recognize one of them. I don't know. See, it's I know we're hard. in who gives a fuck. We're we're in our who gives a fuck era, uh, era because when the Leviathan's weakness was revealed, I did not get Wyatt in the in the live vlogging chat going what. <laughs> Like, it's just total bullshit. Like, who cares? Like, yeah, we're not exactly. up to that. We're not up to that. Can we focus? No, they haven't we done real episode. folklore for like 
a long time. I don't know, four seasons. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not doing research if they're not doing research. <laughs> they're just making shit up. Mm-hmm. Um... Dean says, so Don admires Wendy biblically, which is really cute. It is. It's um, funny. It's dumb. Uh, and they mentioned Bewitched, like, at least twice this episode. Uh-huh. It's almost like there's, like, one reference point for witches for them. <laughs> I feel like they talk about Bewitched every time there's a witch episode. Oh, yeah, Dean, probably. Dean says uh, something about, like, oh, she's killing people just by PMSing at, like, mm, okay, you didn't mm, have to say that. She's that's killing bad. the plants uh, just by PMSing at them, apparently. That was not and good. I'm like, okay, thanks, Bug Lemming. Also, Sam, it's... like, makes fun of Dean for knowing Bewitched, because this is the Sam, like, regressing him episode, uh -huh. I guess. Well, they're both, um, like, like, regressing okay, each listen, other. pretty Sam's women are like... in this show. Uh-huh. Yes, Dean makes fun of him for for going for like taking care of his body, and Sam makes fun of him for enjoying pop culture. Cringe. By the way, sorry, did we? I think we we skimmed over the fact that Don says like, "Guys, I'm a people person. I admire dynamic, confident women." Me too, King. <laughs> Wife guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Dean calls Bobby, and he's like, "Hey, it's Dean. Listen." Winchester. Yeah, very funny. So funny. Uh -huh. Bobby, I love you. Pretending <sighs> so not to true. know who Dean is is the funniest thing you could possibly fucking do to this guy. It is. It is pretty funny. Uh -huh. For a hot second, I was like, oh no, did he get uh, taken over by Leviathan? No, he's just being an asshole. He's just being a <laughs> dick. Leviathan would know who Dean is. <laughs> he's That's just having true. a funny little joke, yeah. Everyone Speaking of which, we get, a, we get an answer next episode for why the Leviathans know all their aliases, and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's exactly it's what I said episode. last time. You were completely yeah. right, and you I were was right. going to shout you yeah. out. Uh, so they go to Maggie's house. Dean finds her little murder board. <laughs> yeah. It's like the like Polaroid photos that have had like evil red slashes on them. Yeah, blood sigils. Yeah pretty good red candles um, the whole nine sam is keeping watch outside so when she gets home he like s tries to talk to her but she doesn't yeah. want to hear it so he sets off her car alarm as a warning to dean which i really it like it's like restless mm -hmm. leg syndrome i love how he just kind of like autistic. pushes on the car is, is it really that easy to set off a car alarm it's pretty easy he's to very set off big a car alarm you just give it a little whack and it'll go off yeah Anyway, let um, me get out. And, and she really looks like, at well, him like, what the fuck, bro? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's honestly, it's really smart. Like, what a great way to alert Dean that she's mm -hmm. back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Dean's like, she's going to notice it's gone eventually. Two seconds later, she goes in and opens the closet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what really they were expecting, but it did buy them enough time to yeah. uh, save her. Yeah. To save she her had from to... the heart cupcakes. Yeah. She had to... Do a new blood sigil. Yes, let us talk about the heart cupcakes. This is gnarly and it rocks. This yeah, is what made me go, fact. oh, they're being really creative with the magic now. It's very yucky. Yeah. It's very yucky. And it's absolutely, completely unrelated to how she was dying. Uh-huh. So it was Yeah, I assumed the hearts were poisonous or something. I don't know. See, you wouldn't even need to put hearts in there. It's just for psychic damage. Yes. Well, yeah, it's that's so the whole, that's funny. why I love the magic in this is it's very, uh -huh. like, it's not, none of it's, it's efficient. It's all, yeah, it's all very spiteful. It's dramatic, and I love it. So, yeah, uh, we see her making making cupcakes. Uh, she bites into one of them um, and uh, starts, like, bleeding, and then there's a beating heart inside the cupcake, and it's like, yeah, it's pumping away. It looks... Uh -huh. 
I don't think it was CGI. No, it looks like it was practical. Yeah, it was a cool effect. Um, it's, it's pumping, and then she's like, and spews blood everywhere. <laughs> and then the boys save her, because they find the coin. Do they save and, her by finding- they fucking shoot yes, the Yes, they shoot coin. the coin. I know, that's so <laughs> funny. It's like a little blackened mark on her counter now. Uh-huh. I mean, if it works, it works, but it's still really funny. It was so it funny. <laughs> This is a this is a very stupid poll, but there are these little like coin collectibles in Resident Evil Four that you have to shoot them. You have to shoot, and it makes a little like very uh uh very like brain tickly good like ping sound when you hit them. And in my head, I just went ping. <laughs> you are so lame. <laughs> Dean got a Dean got Dean got sorry Sam got a little collectible. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're comforting Jenny, and she's like, "Oh my god, there were hearts in my cupcakes down on the couch." She's like, "That's never happened before." <laughs> she's doing. She's she's a great character, like for the brief period. Mm-hmm. She's really doing it. Bark, 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 bark. Bark, bark, bark. So she like leans back and is like, "Oh my god." What just happened? And then the boys are like, you you were hexed. And she does this hilarious, I'm just going to gif. I'm just going to make a little gif of her face. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Shout out to this actress. I was like, is she anybody? Uh, she kind of is. We'll talk about it. Um, But yeah, she learns. she's one of the many characters in the show who learns that magic is real. And, uh survives so shout outs to her she she's also a woman who life. finds out about magic and survives it's true win for women mm -hmm. women in stem surviving traumatic experiences with magic <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you just pulled that out of your head i did though that's so mm. that's so powerful of you it fits so nicely i'm so happy see this is this just proves how dumb i am i wouldn't be able to come up with that on the <laughs> on the spot off the dome Anything else in the scene you want to talk about? I'm busy making this gif. No, my next scene is about chat. My next note, I mean. Oh, I thought she had a line that I thought was funny. Oh, right. I mean, they talk about... Yes, the, the thing that's funny here is uh, this is where we learn that they're not... That there's nothing... That nothing happened between them. Uh, and she just has, like, a very genuine reaction uh, so Dean's like you out. and he's like you and Don. You know she's like you know there's no you know Don Stark's my boss. He's married for God's sake. A completely normal reaction. And he's like yeah well she's like me and Don you. I, I love she's her. Like, I am not unaware of the power imbalance inherent in that relationship. She's great. Um and then we have the auction. We meet Sue. She likes Sue, helping. Sue is there. Anybody else get a little There's bit of a something game? There. Uh, oh yeah, no, me yes, I was gonna yes. She absolutely is in love with Maggie. Um uh -huh. Maggie had an affair in uh in turn. She's like, uh -huh. he's a dick, you should leave him. Um It's me. Leave him for me. Maggie goes, I love you for what you did, and Sue goes, I love you too. Uh-huh. Gay, gay as hell. Yeah, they have a real girls moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Girls being girls. I mean, Don says, "I know Sue. I know you can hardly wait until I'm out of the picture to uh -huh. do what? Literally. To do Wonder what? Why. Hmm? To do to do what? Hmm. Yeah, I've, I'm counting this as textual, honestly. That's fair. 
<laughs> heartbreaking the worst writers you know had gay characters in the episode i mean i the, she also the, did get decapitated though yeah she gets decapitated and maggie is like oh how sad doesn't seem yeah to maggie care that literally much, does so. not care yeah i don't think maggie reciprocates um no i don't think you, she even uh, notices <laughs> you live for 800 years and you start having some pretty antisocial like uh tendencies just look at elves so true <laughs> Just look at elves. I've yeah, only okay, been alive look for at all the real years, elves, and, I know. and I'm pretty antisocial to begin with. Um, the, um, during Maggie and Don's fight here, um, one of them, she's like the oh, he's like two FBI agents came by, and she's like they're hunters, um, which is nice, like confirmation that at least she knows what's going on for real. Uh-huh. Um, and like she's not. He's not like, what do you mean? What's a hunter? So like he oh. d- he's also in on something, you know. He also he also makes a comment about like how oh it was really creative with Wendy like yeah yeah this yeah, is a great was, scene. I love this how is they really well done. Yeah, because it's like they it's not it's subtle, but it's not it. over the top either. It's like oh wait yeah. oh he knows oh interesting. Yeah, if you're not paying attention to yeah. the dialogue, you would miss it. Um, yeah, at first, when I heard very creative, I'm like, oh, he knows that he killed her. Does he know he's a witch? And then he, she's a witch. And then he said hunters. And I'm like, oh, they're both witches. She's mm-hmm. the hunters. Um, well, she's oh, the also. Hunters and he was not surprised. Oh, right. Sorry. She... Regardless. Mm-hmm. Then he, like, um, storms out and the bust explodes. Uh, well, hold on. Before. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> before that, I just want to shout out Sue for her line here, because when Don shows up, he says, where's my wife? She says, you mean the one who's divorcing you? So yeah. true. But yes, um, the bust explodes. Yeah, the bust explodes. Dean watching this goes, now she's just getting nasty. Killing the girlfriend is one thing, but his commemorative bust, that's got to hurt. You are such a freak. That was a human person. Well, I think Emma, I'm pretty joking. sure he's joking. I know he's joking, but it, like, I didn't like it. <laughs> You know, I thought it was pretty funny. It's silly, but I don't like it. They're too desensitized to human death. Well, oh, yes, yeah. but that's... I mean, they, yeah, that's sure. That's the point. Um, t- sorry, I just made a And then, and then they have the little Dean phone hates call it. with Bobby. <laughs> Dean Never hates mind, what? it's fine. No, Wyatt. Oh, D- Dean us. hates it when busts are ruined. <laughs> He's just like Wesley Princess Bride for real. Ha <laughs> 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 <sighs> Bobby calls Bobby calls and Dean's like yeah I'll remember and then immediately does not remember it's cute "Um, it's funny it's a good bit Sam passes him a pen he's like yeah I'll remember I'll remember yeah what was that last part yeah he's a goofus it's really good I love you baby girl um this is where I have my evidence this next scene is where I have my evidence that Maggie does not reciprocate because Sue like puts her arm her hand on um, Maggie's shoulder, she's, like, in her space, and Maggie's like, um, you just reminded me, I have to go check on the finger sandwiches. That's true. The finger it's sandwiches, true. huh? The the what sandwiches? The what? <laughs> but anyway, no, she's, like, making... I was expect. yes, I was expecting, uh, Dawn to put real fingers in those finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. The eyeball in the martini glass is pretty good, though. Uh-huh. I love how, if you're paying good attention, you do see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't just appear; it was always in there. I was like, I, as soon as she handed the martini glass over, I was like, mm, "There's something gross in there." Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sam shows up with a disgusting bag of chicken feet, which ruins yep. Dean's whipped cream. Dean's experience. eating pie. Yeah, <laughs> he's not even eating Sam- pie. He's eating whipped cream. Let's be real. Sam comes in, and Dean goes, "Dude, pie." 
He's so happy film. about it. How many times has he actually gotten to This is the only good thing to happen to him Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not that expensive to buy a pie. Well, yeah, but if I buy a pie, I don't want to have my whole appetite ruined. Oh, yeah, no, I just I was responding to Emma being like, how often does he eat pie? I don't know. Pretty much whenever he gets the chance. Yeah. No, I'm saying this is not the first time he has had his pie experience ruined. Oh, oh yes. right. Like Got by it. getting yes. cake instead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because Sam hates gay people. <laughs> um, anyway, oh. it's later plot relevant that the chicken feet are nasty because it's they are not chilled and therefore not effective in the spell for some that reason. That doesn't make any sense. How, like... It's whatever. It, of course, it doesn't make any sense, but the point is... It would have been so hard it, to do ancient witch magic and having chilled chicken feet. That'd be so hard to do. Do you have any idea how hard maybe it was to, like, to chill things? It, maybe. Yeah, it would be a lot like, easier oh, to chill Oh, chicken. it's because they were chilled. They oh, were, and then the, the, butcher, the butcher had a power outage, so that's why the, the feet are rank. Mm -hmm. Right. So they, need, so they need to be fresh, not frozen. Okay. <laughs> Should have Fresh, never frozen. Um. So yes, the the we get the we get the eyeball in the martini glass. We get the melting paintings, which looks great. Which That's really a good, good CGI effect. It's really mm -hmm. cool. Um. And it's it's gets... like it's such a blow too because like oh all her paintings. It's her charity auction. Oh no, all those mm -hmm. nice paintings. And then yeah, she gets decapitated. <laughs> she says but you have people who love you and he can't take that away from you falls to the ground dead it's great we see the little plate rising up on a string and then just goes flying toward her there's an extremely funny burst of blood and then yeah her head falls off it's so funny shout out to and these Mag witches for having a great sense of humor Ma Maggie just has this like oh god damn it expression on her face like that motherfucker also we haven't been talking about it but like her acting, like, her facial expressions, like, the way she, like, acts with her eyebrows, like, she's just, she's killing it. She mm -hmm. is. And, like, you know, she's Cordelia, and Cordelia's great in Buffy, so it, it's no surprise to me, but. Just in Buffy, not in Angel? I haven't seen Angel. Oh, okay. I thought that would be the case, but I had to make fun of you. No. I also haven't seen Angel. I, I... I could not particularly care for Angel as a character. I'm not gonna lie. He was all. He was. I never really. Such a he's like fine, but Ooh, I I like I like the Scooby old. Gang much more. I was I like, yeah. Feel, I have to go through <laughs> feeling emotions. Oh no. I mean, he does it better than Edward. Well, I obviously haven't seen that either. Yes. Oh. Oh, you haven't seen Twilight? No. God, I wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I uh, Listen, I've only seen Twilight drunk, but I had a great time seeing it drunk. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, the first movie is pretty fun. Um, we had it in the clinic for a little while, so it was like all we watched for like a week mm. straight. I think you've so, told the story before. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if on air, though. I Yeah, so I got to have fun with that. The uh, super super massive black hole scene. Yes, yes, wow. yes, absolutely. That that first movie is legitimately well directed. It is pretty well directed. Yeah, not gonna lie. Um. Okay. The visuals are good. Everything else, meh. So the boys follow them home, and this is where the marital spat goes into full force, and the boys start being counselors. Mm-hmm. It's great. They were so ready with the spell, and then it just uh, completely fizzles. She gets home and he's in her chair drinking and says, "What one, sweetie? I love them. They're so horrible." Uh huh. 
I love it when horrible people are married to each other. It's like, neither of you deserve better. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah, and then this is where they, like, start working together, because they come up, they do the ritual, it fails, and Don's like, well, you will be leaving. Uh, for obvious reasons, you won't be leaving this room. Well, you will be leaving, just not alive. Maggie? And then they start doing a, a, a duo co -op spell. Co-op yeah. Co-op, yeah. They, they, doing, they like, put their powers together. So uh huh. They're like chanting in the background as Dean and Sam are like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" And Sam says, "If you can't kill them, counsel them." That's so funny. <laughs> Sam's like, "You know the, pro the 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 solution to all problems: talk it through as a crew." Dean's like, "Look, you obviously are capable of wiping each other out, right? But you haven't, which means that you two, you still value whatever it is you got." And you want to keep that dance going. Maybe maybe it's punishment. Maybe it's sick, messed up, erotic, kinky, clips, and feathers kind of love. He got distracted Sam's like, okay, calm cake. down. Yeah, it's Literally. true. Sam's like going a little too deep there. Yeah. Sam's like, listen, we're not trying to say what he did was right. When a relationship cracks, usually both parties have a hand in it. And Don's like, yeah, you're right. And he's like, you're defending him? And just throws him across the room. And they keep trying to appeal to one or the other to like make yeah. up for it and like immediately getting thrown across the room by the other person. It's really funny. It's, it's like, so nobody can defend funny. Don, right? Totally. But we get that you feel betrayed because you were. And Don's like, don't stuck up to her. And yeah, then throws him through a glass door. This is where they this start where, writing about yeah. the Renaissance. Um, she fucked Columbus. Well, yes. This is also this is also where it re we reveal that um, why uh, Carl and Dewey died, which is Carl introduced him to Wendy and Dewey covered for her. Dewey like figured out that they cheated and covered for him or whatever. But yeah, she fucked Columbus. He may have they fucked Mona Lisa, or at least she thinks he did. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think he fucked um, not Leonardo DiCaprio. Da Vinci. Yeah. He he. Da Vinci. <laughs> he says Medici chick. Unfortunately, if he. Had... Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's covering for himself. That's fair. Nothing happened between him and Mona Lisa. Him and Da Vinci, though. Anyway, this, this is, is entirely where... me making it up in my head. It's okay. Um, Dean is Sam's like, "Wow, you guys just needed to talk." And Dean's like, "Yeah." And then I wouldn't have gotten beaten up. Who would have wanted that? Um, and then she slams him against the wall, and he decides to set some bees on Dean. And it's really dumb CGI, and it looks hysterically it's funny, so especially stupid. because then we get a shot of the two of them talking with Dean just in the background, and the bees still have to be there, and it looks extremely dumb because they're not properly out of focus like the rest of him. Oh my it's, god, they didn't even really gosh and blur the bees. It's really, really Amateur funny. Mistake. It's It's pretty funny. Also, I like that... These like ancient witches didn't know that the earth was round. It's like he could have <laughs> sailed off the edge of the earth. Well, I mean, at the time they probably didn't know. No, at the time, basically everyone knew the earth was round. That was oh. the like, point of him going. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm an English major, not a history major. Some Egyptian mathematician proved that the earth was round using shadows, like. Oh yeah, I know about that. Like yeah. a quadrillion years ago. Yeah, I was like, by the by the time the Renaissance was around, they basically figured that out like re-unearth that knowledge or like someone else figured it out or whatever the church stopped trying to hide it <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god jesus was a flat earther <laughs> anyway um they start they start making up and then making out yeah you know how it is also he's oh, go ahead. 
No, I. He calls her Mags. He's like, all I ever wanted is you, Mags. I've been crushing on you since forever. You're the woman that I never want to grow old with, which is very funny because they're so, immortal. Yeah. Monster romance. I could never so murder true. you either, Don. It's crazy, but true. And then yeah, they start making out, and Dean's like, get the bees off you. of me. Aww. They're great. I love how horrible they are. Perfect for each other. People. Yeah. When fucked up relationships. Mm. So tasty. So the boys head back to the motel. Um, where Chet gets them. Just uh -huh. kidding. <laughs> Chet yeah, belongs so... in Breaking Bad. He does, you're right. <laughs> he could have been one of the guys in the, the uh, El Camino gang. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they shoot him, uh, the bullet just bounces off him, uh, he starts kicking their asses, and then yeah, he gets like, lightning spelled by Don, who shows up like a cool guy. <laughs> okay. This is where I reveal that I was insanely excited and then so disappointed. Because obviously this wouldn't happen in this show. But I thought that the reveal here we were getting was that the Leviathans were weak to magic. And that, and that Don and Maggie were going to train them to do magic to defeat the oh, Leviathans. Cool. What we got was so much worse. Yeah. Listen, these things write themselves. I know you have to keep paying James Marsters and Charisma Carpenter. I get it. But, like, and, like, I don't know. They're probably doing other stuff. But, like, oh, it would have been so good. Didn't even Imagine... have to be, like, oh, train them. It could have been, like, they learned the magic out of the books they're always consulting. Bobby yeah, but but magic. imagine how good and funny an episode of them, these horrible, yes. like, weirdos teaching the boys magic would be. Yeah. I mean, like, trying to morality train them in return. Like, no, you uh -huh, shouldn't. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it writes itself. But no. Write the say you, Wyatt. But no, instead they're allergic to pine saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Teen's like, she was going to kill us? We just saved your damn marriage. He's like, yeah, to be fair, you also tried to kill her. You know how she is when she gets a bug up her ass. Gotta love her, right? Awkward silence. He's like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he tells them to throw the Leviathan down a bottomless pit. They do not Where do would they that. even find one of them? I mean, they don't have only one, last a few days. Yeah, try. exactly. And they could throw him into the ocean. He probably would have just swim out, though. He just yeah. walks out. Yeah. Hey, guys, you won't believe what's down there. They could go <laughs> crack open the sealed deepest pit in the world in, like, Russia or wherever that is. Go drop him down an Arctic borehole. Yeah. <laughs> he goes down making ping, ping, ping noises. <laughs> Pew. <laughs> um, they have their little conversation of, hey, do you want to talk about your feelings now that the episode is over? No, I do not. Sam is like, wow, talking about your feelings really uh, helped those two, huh, Dean? Yeah. And Dean's like, go away. Yeah, Sam's like, um, he's like, hey, whatever's eating at you right now, Sam Dean says, there's always something eating at me. That's who I am. Huh. Um, something yeah. happens, I feel responsible, all right? The Lindbergh baby, that's on me. <laughs> Unemployment, my bad. God damn, so, you have so many fucking problems. So the Lindbergh kidnapping is the thing that made, uh, transporting a kidnapping victim across state lines a federal crime. It happened in 1935. He was born in 1989. When he went back in time... 1979, sorry. When he went back in time, uh, for the western episode the events he put into into motion caused the Lindbergh kidnapping <laughs> sure employment my bad dean caused the economic collapse of 2008 <laughs> his resurrection mm -hmm. 
Anyway. The magical fallout of Cass pulling him out of hell just crashed the stock Wait, market. that was 2009. Um, his death. His death crashed mm. the housing market. Anyway, um, so I think there's a delicious parallel here where between Dean saying, there's always something eating at me, that's who I am, and then Sam, like, two lines later going, you can unload, that's kind of what I'm here for. You guys yeah. are delicious inverted mirrors, and you both have problems. Yeah. And that's the episode. Yep. That's it. Um. Yeah, this was a fun one. I had a good time. Aren't really any, yeah. like, big themes, but it's just like, oh, what if they ran into some goofy marital witches? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, actor facts. Um, okay, so James Marsters played Spike in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, there's a... Oh, man. Um... He is also, yeah, also Angel. Spike and Buffy and Angel. Um, he uh, he is also Milton Fine in Smallville. He is Mason Tarkov in Witches of East End. Uh, he's Zamazu in Dragon Ball Super, which I did not know. Uh, he recently played Victor Stein and Jonah in The Runaways. Um, he was in P.S. I Love You uh, and... Uh, for all you real nerds out there, uh, he is the uh, narrator for... He's he's the voice of Harry Dresden. He's the narrator for the Dresden Files audiobooks. Nice. Oh, also, right, the thing that I just, the thing that I just reacted to is he plays Lord Piccolo in, the, in Dragon Ball Evolution. So true. Oh... Uh. What, what a what movie. a thing to to do is to go from Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Dragon Ball. Yeah. To play well, Piccolo not... of all characters. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, he's in actual Dragon Ball as a Mazu, but and that's cool, but fucking Dragon Ball Evolution. It was a paycheck for him, I guess. Uh Yeah. Next up, Charisma Carpenter, uh as I already said, plays Cordelia in Buffy and Angel. Um she before that she was Ashley Green in Malibu Shores. Um she's Kendall Casablanca in Veronica Mars, which I still need to watch. Um been meaning to watch Veronica Mars for a long time. She's Rebecca Sewell in The Lion Game. Um she is uh most recently Catherine Sumner in Going Home, which I think is airing right now. Um She's been in some random things. She's Lacey in the Expendables movies. Um, she's probably in a few like like minor characters in other movies, but I think mostly she's been uh I think mostly she's been like just fun guest characters and stuff. Oh, she was on Charmed too. Oh, of course she was. Yeah. Uh, who'd she play in Charmed? I don't think she was in a lot of episodes of it, but uh yeah, three episodes of Charmed as the Seer. And uh, finally, um, uh, Naomi was played by Cindy Busby. Busby? Busby? I don't know. Who was Ashley Stanton in Heartland. Uh, many episodes of that. And uh, is it, uh, Stephanie in Date My Dad. And has been in, like, oh my god. Since 2019, has been in one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen Hallmark movies. Oh, good lord! <laughs> they make those. I I swear to God, like AI makes uh-huh. those movies. 
most recently, um, she was in, she was the lead in Crown Prince of Christmas. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's where, that's where, uh, TV actors go to die, is, yeah, is, uh, much. that's I mean, their... if it's a consistent paycheck, like, yep. I get it. I would probably also act in a Hallmark movie. It's easy, Yep. and you get a paycheck for it. Yep. It's just sad because it's kind yeah. of, it's like it is sad. That's, it's like this is the out. this is the sunsetting of your career. Uh huh. It's old friend senior dog sanctuary for actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so right. Um, all right. Uh, we're gonna take a break now. When we come back, we will talk about the next episode. <laughs> Seven Six Slash Fiction, written by Robbie Thompson. This is his first uh, writer credit. Um, we open yeah. in a bank. Um, hold on, brief Robbie Thompson corner. Um, I think this is his first like major show that he has worked on. Uh, he will go on to become a. Sorry, I didn't mean to type as I was talking. He will go on to be a like uh, fairly. Uh, he will go on to work on a lot of episodes of this show. Yeah, this is the first. Oh right. Okay, <laughs> this is interesting. His career is interesting to me. So he started out writing for the new Woody Woodpecker show in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and I wrote some episodes of The Human Target and Ark, which I've never heard of. Uh, and then, yeah, then joined Supernatural, wrote a bunch of episodes, would become a producer and then a co-executive producer over the course of the show, uh, and is now an executive producer on The Winchesters. Um, hasn't he's done one, any writing. He's one of the people oh, no. that Jared tags in his Et Tu Brute meltdown. Yeah, and he's written a bunch of episodes of it. He also wrote, uh, according to Mitch, a fairly a pretty good run uh, for Silk, uh, Cindy Moon, the Marvel character, uh, one of Spider-Man's buddies. Thankfully, the arc where the run where she got her own cool outfit. I think it was her first like major run as a solo character. Don't quote me on that, though. I just know it's one of the, like, big ones. So that's him. Now we that's can talk Robbie about the Thompson. episode. This episode, we open in a bank, as I said. Um, Dean flirts with the teller while Sam locks the door. What's going on? Um, then the boys pull out guns and it becomes a robbery. All the bank patrons are forced into the vault and the boys kill them all with a wink to the security camera. That's weird. Title card. Uh-huh. Um, Bobby is trying to torture or kill Chet the captive Leviathan, but nothing is working. Um, Chet tells them all that Edgar walked off that car pancaking him too. Um, also he confirms, as we've mentioned already, that the Leviathans know the boys' aliases from when they were in cast, and then he tips them off about the news, uh, which shows them shooting up the bank. The Leviathans have used some motel drain hair to copy the Winchesters to frame them, so Bobby tells them to find a guy named Frank Devereaux, I think is how you say that? Um. I believe so, yes. Uh, he's gonna, Bobby is gonna stay back and continue working on incapacitating Chet. So on the way, the boys stop by a like gas station slash convenience store, and the cashier recognizes Sam because they're morons who didn't even like get a haircut or wear a uh-huh. hat. Nothing. They just I fucking thought, walked in there. I thought Frank was going to change their appearance in some way. Yeah, they should have, yeah, but I guess you can't cut Jared's precious hair yeah. in the middle of a season. Um. Anyway, so they drive off in a hurry. We see some like. <laughs> 
couple of guys who are once again like protagonists of their own side cop show that doesn't exist. These guys are um, great. So they're working the Sam and Dean case. One of them is like excited about like, ooh, actual serial killers. And the other one is like, oh, but paperwork. Um, Sam and Dean find Frank, who turns out to be like a conspiracy guy who doesn't even believe in the supernatural, but he gives them some tips to get off the grid. Looks like shredding their IDs, uh, giving them boring new aliases, giving them new phones, cash only, avoid cameras, smash the laptop, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, he gives them a map of the places that their doubles have hit and he tells them to ditch the Impala, which Dean is so, so upset about. This guy is uh, what if our conspiracy theory friend from many seasons ago, which also involved a bank ep- a bank episode, like grew up and became cynical. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is just Mozzie from White Collar, and I love him. Shout so- out to the three people who have seen White Collar. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, Bobby has discovered that decapitation is pretty effective at getting Chet to shut up. Yay! Um, Jody shows up to thank him for saving her from the hospital and to sh- check on him since his house just burned down. She offers to cook and clean. Um, he decapitates Chet for a second time because it eventually reattached. Um, the boys are in a hatchback. Dean is miserable. Sam turns on the radio and air supplies all out of love comes on. Dean pretends yeah. to endure it, but he gets caught doing extremely heartfelt lip sync. And Sam turns the radio off, uh, which is why season How seven could is you, worst. Sam? Um, Literally. Anyway, they realize the Leviathan are heading towns from season one in order of episodes so they know where they'll be next. And Dean's like, wow, I w- would love to have that town's burger again cut to dean having a burger setting it down and saying wow it's so disgusting that dean likes burgers um the Uh leviathans who are copying the boys do a bit about how much they hate the boys and their issues um then they get on camera to shoot up this diner um which is the diner that dean was looking forward to and the cops are going to find this video but there's not really anything to talk about in that scene so i'm just dropping that line here (sighs) on the phone uh, Bobby tells the boys about decapitation sort of working, and they overhear Jody in the background, and he lets them know that they're too late for the town that they were headed to, so, like, skip to the next episode and go there instead. Um, Bobby accidentally touches Chet, so he turns into a Bobby duplicate and starts poking through his memories to taunt Bobby. Mid-speech, he gets dripped on from something leaking through the ceiling, and it burns him, like, really badly. Um, Bobby rushes upstairs to find Jody wiping up a spill of cleaning fluid and kisses her in delight. Um... Sam and Dean have found their own copies, but they got arrested before they could move in because they're fucking morons who just showed up to the town where they're wanted uh, and said that they would be. Uh, so they get separate cells. The Leviathans turn into deputies so that they can come in after them, uh, and they kill one of the cops. Dean has to convince the sheriff to give him the phone call that he is legally entitled to, um, but he does get the call. Yeah. A-cab. Um, and he tells Bobby the Leviathan are coming for them, so Bobby tells him about... Um, what turn what burns Leviathan, which is sodium borate, so anything that says borax on the box, um, and then you have to decapitate them and keep the heads separate. Um, the sheriff is like, What the fuck kind of phone call is this? and hangs up. Dean tries to tell him to, you know, get borax stuff so they don't die, but the sheriff leaves. Luckily, he immediately sees the deputies eating each other and shapeshifting, so he goes back like, Um, so about what you were saying uh, Sam is still cuffed to the interview table when fake Dean walks in to tell him how annoying he finds the Winchester is. Meanwhile, Dean fights fake Sam and kills him. Fake Dean, ugh, fake Dean tells Sam that Dean killed Amy. As he's about to eat Sam, Dean comes in and kills his evil clone for, like, the third time. Um, the sheriff agrees to fake their deaths and claims, like, oh yeah, they got cremated, like, immediately. Um, the cops are frustrated that the evidence has been destroyed, but at least there's no paperwork. Bobby gives Jody his own severed head and a kiss on the cheek. 
Um, the coroner is the sheriff's daughter, which is why she's going along with this. Um, she's like, wow, these corpses we're getting rid of are super weird. Um, and one of the cops we've been following shows up to eat her and her dad. Like, yeah, they are super weird. Um, yep. Then he calls this businessman McWhite guy who is evidently in charge of the Leviathan. His name is Dick Roman. Um, he's mad about this failure. He says something about, like, don't make me bib you, which is weird. What's that going to mean? Um he gets into a limo and Crowley's like, hi, do you want to be friends? I opened Purgatory. Also, I got you some muffins made out of babies. Um, Dick Roman is fantasy <sighs> racist against demons, though, so Crowley leaves him alone. Uh-huh. Um, the boys prepare to toss their own severed heads, but Sam has it out with Dean about killing Amy, so he grabs his stuff and walks off. Genuinely good for Sam. The end. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have... I have one. But there... So... Our our boring white guy uh does does This is so funny to me. He's private uh from Penguins of Madagascar. Oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. That is the most delightful thing I've ever heard in my life that has made my day. Yep. Yeah, this guy's been a bunch of this, a bunch of stuff. He's like a big voice actor. Yeah, this was this was wild of me to discover. There's, (laughs) if you just look up, I was trying to check which one private is, um, and I so I just typed in private penguins Madagascar, um, and uh, underneath the pictures of which one he is, it says people also ask, is private from penguins of Madagascar autistic? Yeah, I. (laughs) The answer is yes. That's fair. Private's the little one with the high voice. Mm -hmm. He's got range. Uh, he's also, yeah, I guess. he's also Dengar in Lego Star Wars. We're, we're going to have a fun time with his, uh, with his IMDb page. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of fun, like, uh, character actors in this episode. Uh, the cop is played by, um, the, the guy who plays Colonel Saul in Battlestar Galactica. And, um, uh, Frank is Kevin McNally, is Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. You know, honestly, like, this is a fun episode. Uh, Frank is the highlight of it. It's like, true. the rest of it's he fine, the but the bit where the, like, I don't know, five minutes that they talk to Frank is, like, the best part. He, yeah, he absolutely steals the show. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Again, he's Mozzie from, like, Caller. Which is one of the few cop shows I've seen that I actually recommend. Hmm. But I haven't seen it in a while, so... Oh! I forgot to talk about the music. So, Season season 7 has a new soundtrack, I'm like 99% sure. Because normally the music is just like, I don't really pay attention to it. But this time I noticed that it's like weird and new. Um... There, I one of my notes for and this is like the uh, the leading up to the nail gun scene. I wrote, "What's this music? It sounds like a British prog rock man is about to start singing." <laughs> it was like I don't know, soft guitars and like drums that felt like it was gonna lead up to something. It was like a weird track. It didn't really fit what was happening. Um, and then my other note is, "What's this music? It sounds like discount Metal Gear, which is the sneaking music when Sam went upstairs. Went like, was was a was a lot. I don't know. I don't know about this new soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I was gonna pay really good attention to the music, but then I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> Cold open. Uh, this is a fun little switcheroo. Yeah. 
I thought we were doing. I thought I was. I wrote initially as like, oh, is this just that bank episode again? Are we getting our boys doing something out of context? And then they gun down all those people, and I'm like, wait a second, it's the <laughs> Leviathans. Yeah, they may be silly serial killers, but they're not that kind of serial killer. Yep, there's monsters, and they don't count. Mm-hmm. Speaking of killing monsters, uh, in the recap, yep. there's like this oh. weird effect over the scene where scene kills Amy. Um, like we know what that scene looked like and for some reason this time when it shows her looking at him there's like a an orange highlight glow around like her like over her eyes yeah I don't, don't know. know why they did that mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um speaking of monsters also uh they got chet tied up yeah I he reacts chet. to like being injected with various poisons <laughs> and things that yes. should kill him with like he like said, a sommelier really yeah funny. What's his specific line? Uh, this episode was well was was well yeah. This episode was well written. I enjoyed the dialogue in this episode. Um, yeah, Bobby says, "Let's how you like. Let's see how you like a little fruit of the poison tree." And he says, "Isn't that just a legal expression?" And Bobby's like, "You're gonna wish it was." And he's like, "Hmm, similar finish to holy water. Not as bitter as rock salt." He says, "Oaky." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he tells them that Edgar's alive. We haven't seen Edgar in a while. Yeah. He's a he's a hacker man. Dean's like, how'd you find us? He says, it was easy. I used pattern recognition software and a basic heuristic algorithm to track your known aliases. He was working in like, a, I, I don't know if it was like at a credit card agency or if it was at like. I think so, because he was doing NRA, someone. He not was not the NRA. <laughs> he yeah. was helping someone else he's with their like IRS. credit card stuff. I'm pretty sure he was the talking IRS about or like Yeah, he's CIA. like do you see a suspicious charge? What about this one to Mistress Magda, which is the Yeah. um the name of the sex worker that Chuck called, I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um okay, yeah, then So yeah, he worked he worked for the bank. Then I assume that the guy that he possessed was doing a little hacking on the side. Though. Yeah, well, he, he he possessed a bank IT guy, and he, IT guys can know about heuristic algorithms. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. pattern recognition software is not necessarily hacking. No, but it's just also not something you generally would probably use yeah. at your job. He's a, he's a code bank. monkey. He's he yeah. he had big insp- he had big aspirations, but instead just went to work for the bank's IT department. I know how that feels. Um, we got classic like monster letting too much info go because he's not because like th- there's nothing you can do about it. It's like we can't be killed, you stupid little chew toys, and then I tells him to him. tells him to watch the news. <laughs> Dean's like those sons of bitches. You're rock stars. He's so funny. And then Bobby's Chet like, continues morning. to tell them the plot. <laughs> yeah. Not too hard to lift some DNA out of a motel shower drain, guys. I love his voice just coming from below. It was yep. the hair. Yep. It's so good. He's such a little asshole. He is. It's very good. Um. Yeah. This is so funny to me. Like, we've kind of talked before about how the boys are only ever as vulnerable as the plot wants them to. It's like... Mm-hmm. The we we've seen in this show like a DNA be like stolen and used for like evil magic spells and shit and like the coins being slipped under their couches it's like or couches beds it would be so easy to kill them but if but like mm-hmm. you know they can't because they're the main characters I don't know I generally I'm good at like suspending my disbelief in that regard because like yeah they're the protagonists they have to live but like I don't know the number of times where. Like, someone could just have assassinated them from a distance in this world with all the various powers people have is, like, kind of ridiculous to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Here's my complaint about Supernatural. The protagonists don't die often enough. 
No, I just mean the uh, they don't take enough precautions. I mean, we talked all the time in like seasons one and two or whatever about the fact that they like don't wipe their fingerprints, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and it's fine. I don't care that much, and I would probably be boring if they did. I just wish they like nodded towards it sometimes. I don't know because like they they should be occasionally, but it's literally like once every other season. Yeah, it's just like such a rookie mistake to let your to like I don't know whatever. Yeah, especially, like, right here, they're like, well, we're, let's go after them. Um, Bobby's like, what are you talking about? The cops are all looking for you. And he's like, uh-huh. okay, what's the point in trying to hide? Um, it's like, oh, it's personal now. So yeah, why do you think they put your faces like you literally on? literally do in 20 minutes. Yeah. Supernatural is, like, a D&D campaign where they hit, like, max level ages ago, but just want to keep playing. And the DM's like, well, okay, I'm going to make more challenges for you, and we're going to try to pretend like it matters, and then they just steamroll everything. You're like, haha, I love to play Sam and Dean. Yeah. Bobby, in this moment, is the DM going, are you sure? Uh-huh. Really? That's how you're going to solve this problem? You're just going to face tank it like always? And he's like, yeah. Me fighting bosses in Genshin. <laughs> As Bobby sends them to go see Frank. Um... Love you, Frank. At the when they pull up in front of this convenience store, Sam says the usual. Dean says rhymes with sing songs, and so Sam gets some bing bongs, yeah, chocolate cupcakes. It's cute. Uh huh. The guy behind the counter is like, hmm, and it takes Sam, who is supposed to be our smart detective boy, so long to figure out what just happened. Sam, you dumbass. This convenience store is acting the most sus. Uh huh. My 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 second and third notes are boys you are so stupid. Sam you are so stupid. It's very stupid. He's like, "Oh, the pow- the protein bars are in the back." And then as he's going through yeah, the back the then- door into the back, he pulls out his phone and I'm like, "Bro, yeah. and if Sam this has were to actually look a serial killer." Yeah. If this were actually a serial killer, you would be so dead right now. And Sam so has dead. to look at the TV that he's watching that has the footage on it. Yeah. As if we're the like, stupid, as, as if us, the viewers, are the stupidest people in the world, and we need to see that to figure out what's going on. It made me very mad. I think this episode so, is otherwise well written, but the scene sucks. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like okay. I did just notice his sideburns also with that close shot. <laughs> they are, they are very <laughs> triangular. Um, and I don't know. I don't. Th- this feels like one of those things that's like uh, happens in like a uh. It was probably more subtle in the first draft or whatever, but in talking about the production of the episode, you have someone who put their puts their fingers in the pie, and you're like, no, we need to make it really obvious that the audience knows what's going on here. It's just, uh, it's just such bullshit. Yeah. We talk all the time about how Supernatural doesn't really have faith in its audience sometimes, well, and this is one of Yeah, but times. like last episode, they did the reveal of Dawn being a witch like so well. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's like they can do it. It's not hard. Like most people can understand like subtext. Yeah. And like if you're actually watching and paying attention to the show, like it's not hard. Yeah, it's not even that subtle subtext. It's Yeah. Especially cuz he still looks exactly the same. Yeah. Cut your goddamn hair, Sam. They oh, I was talking about the like, last episode, just... but yes, yes, it would have been very easy to do in this one too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they literally just had a conversation with Bobby, who was like, "Your names are on, or your faces are on all the TVs." Like, yeah, of course you can't go into a fucking public place, dumbass. There, were, what happens to there being other hunters? Why can't someone else go find these guys? Yeah, 
called Garth. We haven't met another hunter in a while. Why don't they switch with Bobby and they'll relieve him of Chet duty and practice together and Bobby can go hunt down fake Salmontine. Yeah. So Bobby uh, should call in one another. Bobby Jody team up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we meet Morris and Valente who I guess have not been Leviathan yet. That happens to them off screen, right? We don't see that happen, right? I think so. Yeah, because I don't think they're they're not Leviathans. They're not Leviathans yet. It doesn't make any sense because they're like talking to themselves about how weird it is that this happened. It's like must have flown that or the Batmobile. Uh, These two are fun. Yeah, as Emma said, they are absolutely like characters of their own show. Um, I miss Agent Hendrickson. Yeah, me too. The cop they're talking to is extremely tall. His like head reaches like hit the frame. He can. He cannot be in the full shot because he's so tall. His like Good head is touching the top of the frame. I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, another tall boy. Sam's got tall competition. Boy. Point and laugh, kids. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> tall boy, tall boy. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Frank. I love you, Frank. Uh, so they walk into Frank's house, which has all the lights off, and is kind of a shithole until they like turn a corner and he, he's like lit by his computer monitor right oh no he turns a lamp no on. he turns on a lamp right he was just hiding in the dark and then he turns on a lamp and then is holding a shotgun to them uh-huh and this is where One of i'm those like carbon fiber ones you get in call of duty yep yeah no no nonsense he oh i love him i love kevin mcnally so when i saw his face i immediately was like I know that fucking face because Kevin McNally yeah, is too. the most like I I love any character actor who you look at and you're like I know that face and yeah I, I who the checked fuck and is like that? it's Gibbs it's my beloved uh huh and oh, I don't know what it is I haven't seen those movies in so movie. long but get like I watched them uh, like a year ago about good movies yeah he's just he's so charming. Kevin McNally mm-hmm. is like he's just a good actor in the like classical sense of like just having a really he's fun time a playing a character. Yeah, he's just a guy and he's having fun with it. Cuz cuz Gibbs is such a good like straight man character to play off of Jack Sparrow in those movies mm-hmm. as the like tired old like portly pirate that's nevertheless like still in it and like mm-hmm. ride or die. And is is a fun character in that movie, and yeah, has been in has been in lots of stuff. We'll talk about that. But he is he is acting his heart out. He is absolutely destroying the scenery in this whole thing. Like the boys are mostly just here to react to him being a big weirdo, and it's great. It's so good. I love it when the boys are minor characters in yeah. their own show. Calls them psycho butch and Sundance. And they go. They say something about how that. The people on the TV aren't them, and he goes, yeah. "Well, no, of course you're not, unless you have a teleporter." Do you have, Do a, you teleporter? have a teleporter? And they they like wait for him to like laugh at his own joke, and then he doesn't laugh, and they're like, "No, no, we don't. Please don't shoot us." He does this like long squint at him, squint at them, and then like slowly leans back and puts the gun away and says, "My condolences on the doppelgangers." Now, who sent you? NSA, the Phoebe, the Phoebe, the the March of Dimes. <laughs> Uh, conspiracy theories are bad, but I love conspiracy theory characters and things. Uh-huh. Um, when they're, they're like, uh, but it's like, uh, Bobby sent us, and then he, like, stands up and points the gun at them again. It's like, yeah. guy saves your life one time. 
um his costume and when he points the gun at it, then Doom's like or not <laughs> who yeah it's so funny his costuming is great too he's wearing like a long button-up shirt over like uh either like a like a white t-shirt or a tank top that's like tucked into extremely like high-waisted and tightly belted like grandpa pants mm-hmm like the he has like all sorts of wild stuff. He's like huge stacks of papers and like laptops and guns and like iron bars over his windows. Um the 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 it's, like it's a good set. They put so much work into everything about communicating who this character is. I just think it's, it's so very... funny that Bobby has friends who are not even like in the hunter life. They're just like fucking libertarians. <laughs> Yeah. Conspiracy guys. He's like, yeah, the government clones people. That's yeah, the government's been cloning yeah. people for years. I know Bobby's into that magic hooey, but now it's science. Sure Listen, is. strange bedfellows. You so, you take you take comrades where you can get them, I guess. Yeah, Sam tries to explain, and Dean's like, forget it. He's rolling. It's like, this is He's just like, Bobby's OPSEC content, contact, yep. but, like, interesting connections you have there. Interesting, interesting networks you're willing to have. Um, with what Ash said, there's a great bit in um, uh, Margaret Killjoy's uh, very excellent novel, A Country of Ghosts, uh, which is about a like um, an anarchist nation resisting colonialism, basically. Uh, oh, it's such a good story. Anyway, uh, and when they're like fully getting invaded, uh, they need to basically go make a coalition with the town of libertarian weirdos that all left the like uh anarchist community for being for like not wanting to follow what few rules there were left for, such as don't perform uh extremely dangerous experiments in the middle of the city center and blow up a building. Hmm. That sounds like a pretty reasonable uh, People have such high expectations these days. Uh huh. And so, like, they go to they go to Libertarian Chaos Town, uh, and everyone's like, "Oh, we have to make a coalition with the Libertarians." Blah. And I read a review of the book that's like, "This is the most like leftist thing ever." <laughs> like, it's so funny. So you just reminded me I'm of that, Ash. Mood. Like, listen, when, you got to make coalitions where you can get them. I hate Libertarians. <laughs> Same. Frank's great though. He puts on I classical music. Um, he, Sam's like, what do you think we should do? He's like, Cuba's nice this time of year. Dean's like, no, we're not hiding. He looks at Sam and he's like, is he always this stupid? Yes. Yes, yes, he is. They have to sacrifice Sam's laptop and Dean's car for things that they love the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, try to stay out of the 200 million cameras the government has access to. Okay, he's like, 200 million? He's a big brother. He has many eyeballs, my friend. You see a place that even looks like you know, can afford a security. You just ease on down the road. This is your laptop, right? And then just annihilates it. With his bare just, hands. He doesn't even take a hammer. He just smashes it, it against the desk. smashes it to pieces on his desk. Oh, it's so good. And then just hands him a new laptop and has this big smile on his face. Sam's like, uh, thanks. And he says, no problem. You owe me 500 grand cash. Or, sorry, five grand, five grand. cash. 500 and they're like, what? That's so much money. He's like, you want to go comparison shopping? <laughs> Say hi to the cops for me. Let's blue steel you up some new ID, Mr. Mr. Smith. I love him so much. He's so... The amount of, like, acting he is doing with his face, like, I cannot express it. He, ugh. He's just so fun to watch. Go watch mm -hmm. this scene. Watch this scene. Don't again, watch the rest of the episode. He should have made them get a haircut. 
or yeah, dye their hair have. or grow a fake beard or something. Like, what is the point of giving them new IDs if they have the same face? Yep. Yeah. I th it's Yeah, funny. I thought, yeah. yeah. My, like, big brain thought was that when we saw those two cops, those were going to be Sam and Dean, like, with some kind of, like, magic disguise or something. <laughs> that would have been so cool if they had just gotten a glamour. Yeah. Aww. But, on the other hand, we met Frank, and I'm fine with that. I think Frank should have been a witch, and he should have just given them a glamour. He can keep all of the, like... Cons oh, a conspiracy theory, theory not theories. witch would be so good. Oh, beautiful. Um, what was I going to say? I miss Rowena. <laughs> She's not a conspiracy theory, but I do love her. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, don't watch this. You don't have to watch this episode, but please watch this scene starting at about nine minutes. It's a good mm -hmm. time. Uh, cut back to Bobby and Chet. Chet's taunting him. He's like, woo, Bobby cuts do it his again. head off. He's such a little asshole. I love him. Bobby's like, you bleed, which means you can die. And Chet's like, sure, sport, whatever you say. He's doing the predator thing. Yeah, poor sap, you're stumped. Oh, yeah, this was funny. TikTok, old man, I'm going to really enjoy eating you right down to that hat. <laughs> it's so good. It's going to dip your hat in cheese sauce, motherfucker. <laughs> My next note is Sword. It's a really big knife. Sword. I don't even like. What is the difference between a really big knife and a sword? After all, um, double I mean, once knife, it gets double edged. No, you can have single edged swords. Once it gets big enough, it's a sword. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I think most swords are double edged. Uh, no, scimitars. Not are. really. I double edged swords. No. I mean, Fine. there's a reason. Fine. I will admit that I'm wrong about swords. You know everything about swords. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of cultures that never did double-edged swords, which, you know, the whole, like, double-edged being a euphemism for something having both, like, good and bad mm -hmm. parts, not euphemism. Like, there's a reason for that. Double-edged swords can be very dangerous if you're not, like, well-trained in it and can be used against you. Like, they're useful because you can switch sides and, like, that's neat. But, like, yeah, there's a reason why lots of, like, cultures over the course of history never invented them. Because there's no, there's, like... There's reason to do it, but... <laughs> I, I googled what is the difference between knives and swords, and it says people also ask at what point is a knife at what point is a knife become a sword? Um, uh -huh. So I expanded that one, and it says the main difference between a knife and sword is the length of the blade. Typically, a yeah. sword blade exceeds 24 inches. Um, that's from thecrucible.org. I guess I could just stick it in the left roughs. Well, I suppose, if anything, I'm willing to trust a website called crucible.org about its swords i think once it Sword. becomes i think once anything becomes too unwieldy to use in the kitchen it ceases to become a knife and is now a sword <laughs> so you would classify a machete as a sword i think a machete is more yes. like a sword than a knife yeah like i think i know it's like technically you a don't knife, use a machete like... in the kitchen you use it in like the jungle you couldn't you can use it in like cooking but you don't use it in a kitchen a machete is described as a blade <laughs> How so? It's its own thing. It's apparently thirty cent, like thirty to forty-five centimeters, though, which is its sword length. Yeah, like machetes are are too big for hell. Some of the some of the fucking what are those? The big square choppers. Some of those are too big to be fucking. I, knives. I mean, people use machetes. Oh, you know what? Ah, oh, maybe they are knives because like they're used for like um like cutting large foodstuffs, like like the way you would use a cleaver. 
like a mel like cutting a melon or something. So yeah, they use them to cut melons and like crack coconuts and stuff. Yeah, so I guess that's on the very edge. Machete, a machete. You know what? This so is you can't do it. You can't use a knife okay. to do that. So there's a Venn diagram between knives and swords, and machetes are right in the middle. A machete can be a knife or a sword, depending on how you use it. Is a hatchet also, or not a hatchet, a cleaver also in the middle there? I think a cleaver's a knife. Cleavers yeah, are, are it's, like... It's really close to being in the middle, though, because some of them are just so big. I guess, yeah. Anyway. There's just something inherently, like, <laughs> swordish about cleavers to me. Yeah, it's fair. They're big, choppy boys. Um, we cut back to Frank so and the boys. So does that mean a chainsaw is a sword? What? Does that mean a chainsaw is a sword? No, it's a chainsaw. <laughs> it's got a blade longer than 24 inches and it's double-sided it doesn't really have a blade it has a chain on it it's that a bladed chain a blade. mm, yeah but all those blades not 24 inches He's got a, <laughs> a chainsaw is a, bu so it's a bunch of a, a, a chainsaw a, a chainsaw knives. is a bunch of rotating tiny knives which makes a chainsaw more <laughs> of a knife than a sword <laughs> So true. <laughs> Sorry, oh. Emma, we could talk about the show now. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, Frank is like, little tip from a pro, there is no such thing as a random series of robbery murders by your evil twins. What, you know what, what? Proficiency, that's fair. What professionalism are you claiming here? <laughs> Just an understanding of narrative devices. <laughs> he says, have yourself some uppers and look at look at this thing some more. Right, because they're talking about the pattern. Uh, you know what? This is actually genuinely very nice and helpful of him because he marked all the towns. Um, yeah. It's like, as soon as I heard, Jer as soon as I saw that it was Jericho, Jericho First Bank, like something tickled in my yeah. head. I was like, oh, hey, just like in the first episode. And then they were like, hey, just like in the first yeah. episode. And I was like, hey! <laughs> um, yeah, Sam's so like, what's, what is the pattern? Frank's like, no clue, man. I can't see it. He tells them he he says good luck, and Sam's like thanks for what sending you to sending you to your death. Your doubles want to be on candid camera. Now I'd lay low because I love life and its infinite mysteries. But you two want to be dumb. That's fine. Literally uh, everybody the... in this episode is like, you guys are stupid. I love and life right. and its infinite mysteries is such a good line. I love this character so, so much. Apparently I think he's he coming. Would get along. Apparently he's coming back in like a couple more episodes, and that's very delightful to me. Really. Yeah, he's in three episodes of the show, according to IMDb. Oh, so true. I'm so glad. So yeah, he tells them to ditch the car, which Dean is not happy about, as as Emma mentioned in the synopsis. Um, Jody shows up to Bobby's house. Bobby mentions that he has a therapist. I can't remember yes! if we knew that already. I think this is new, because I wrote in my notes, Bobby's going to therapy! Three exclamation marks. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was joking or not, but I just, I choose to I believe. I choose to believe. I want to believe. That's so true. Um, he says, how'd you find me? Because he's in Rufus's cabin. I don't think she even, well, she knew Rufus yeah. briefly. Um, and she, she's like, I... She just says, I'm a uh, cop. I'm a cop, remember? Which, that Surveillance doesn't explain state. it, but it's fine. She's here for the episode. If she if she can find them because she's a cop, why can't the FBI find them because they're the FBI? Don't worry about it. Because we want her to find them, and we don't want the feds to find them. This show is so dumb. Yeah. Dumb. I do like the little Bobby Joey <laughs> friendship they have going. This is so good. Well, it kind of ceases to be a friendship. It's, it's but... not a totally platonic dumb. friendship, but yeah. um, I like it better as a platonic friendship, and they're cute. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm closing um, my eyes. It's like, I wanted to come thank you. Uh, they were fresh out of, thanks for saving me from liberating surgeon cards. Bobby's like, oh, that, just doing my job, which nobody pays me for. <laughs> She's like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm fine. Every day is a gift. He's like, your house just burned down. <laughs> uh, he's such an old curmudgeon. I love him. So true. He calls her Sheriff, and she smiles and says, Jody. It's cute. Yeah, they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not thrilled that she literally shows up in this episode to cook and clean for Bobby. Yeah, no, he can no, do I'm that not himself. Either. You don't need to bring a woman either. in. They're like, well, we need we need we need cleaning fluid to drip, but Bobby would never clean his house, so yeah, we need a woman yeah, to show up. Like, are you yeah, serious? It's Whatever. not good. Like outside of gender like politics, Jody. it's nice to like go over to your friend's house and help them out, like with housework. Mm-hmm. But like, I w- it would have been nice if they were like doing it together at the very least. But no, he's doing a man's work, which is figuring out how to torture information out of a leviathan. Yeah, they should have swapped. She should have gone down and tried to torture the leviathan, and he should have cleaned <laughs> the floor. Girl boss her way. <laughs> Did Sheriff Jody Mills use effectively use girl power? By scrubbing Bobby's floor. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bobby goes back down, and Chet's, Chet's got his head back on. It's like, you think it'd be that easy? Bobby goes, no, but it's a start. Picks up the sword again, and Chet goes, ugh. And then Bobby cuts his head off. He's like, oh, man, not again. <laughs> yeah, at least it shuts him up for a little while. He's all covered in black grime. It's great. Uh-huh. Where did they get this hatchback? Why does it have a pony in it? I think Frank just had it. <laughs> it's just Wait, one of his, like, getaway Are vehicles. you saying that Frank's a brony? God. No. <laughs> it's hanging there so ostentatiously. Like, no one would... It is so weird. Like, it's, it's on like a, a red ribbon. Dice. Like, who? 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 <laughs> who was responsible for this? <laughs> and it squeaks when they grab it. It yeah, is Dean, pretty like, funny. Cuts it off while driving. Yeah, well, he takes both hands off. To yeah, throw he literally it back takes there. his hands full, hands and eyes fully off the wheel and the road. So reckless. Yeah. At least the music soothes him. Briefly. He's so into I it. Be- hold on. Before that, but before that, Sam tries to tease him for liking dirty dancing. <laughs> Yeah, like... And Dean says, Swayze movie. Swayze always gets a pass. <sighs> gets a pass on what? Being gay for I, liking I, movies? I, I, yeah. Dean l- doesn't do anything but like movies on this show. Literally. Yeah, but he has to like manly movies. I'm trying to think of a movie that Dean has referenced. Swayze always gets a pass is a crazy line. Like, it's okay for me to like this girly movie because there's a hot Patrick man in Swayze, it. Swayze's what? Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the labyrinth of masculinity that is constructed around these characters is fascinating. Mm-hmm. See, I thought Patrick Swayze, because I don't know anything about anything, I thought he was, like, the director. No. no. So it's, like, a reverence for him, like, Quentin Tarantino. No, no he's the something. star. Hmm. Fellas. Literally... It doesn't make any sense as an explanation, but whatever. Sexiest um, man alive in 1991. Yeah. Bellas! There's this really cute art that I probably won't be able to find because I think the blog deactivated. Um, but um, Skeptical Frog, who has remade um, as Scrog, is, um, has art of like Dean as a little kid or like a teenager doodling Swayze with like hearts That's around cute. him. It's really That's cute. That's cute. I love you, Scrog. 
Anyway, uh, All of Love starts playing, and watch this scene also. It's cute. It's hard. Like, we can't really describe it, but, like, he does that thing where when you're like, "Uh, yeah, the music's good. He's, like, closes his eyes, like, bah, 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 like, bounces his head along to it. Oh, he's such a baby girl. He's so cute. Can't believe Sam turned it off. How could he? I know. Why why did he do that? God forbid Dean do anything. Yeah. Literally. I forbid men do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is where they talk about, this is where they reveal, Sam figures out the thing. No, hold on. Um, Remember when I said um, in episode, what was it, three, um, I was like, yeah, this isn't even the worst thing one of the Winchesters is going to do this season. I was talking yes. about this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't, but can so you imagine? <laughs> so oh, true. Great callback. I was just editing that last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they figure it out. We cut to the Leviathans. Uh, Leviathan Dean roasts Dean. He's like, in his heart, he thinks they're almost as good as sex. This is disgusting. Leviathan Sam says, dead plants with creamy goo. It's like eating self-righteousness. Even the Leviathan thinks Sam is gay for eating salads. <laughs> uh, Leviathan Dean says, I can't stand the guy. Talk about a hero complex. And he doesn't have relationships. No, he has applications for sainthood. Oh, and he thinks he's funny. Think he thinks he's a damn comedian. Leviathan Sam's like, it's nothing but Satan vision in here. I mean, how, how he's walking around in a jacket with a detachable arms is beyond me. You know, I had a brother with this many issues once. Yeah, you know what I did? Hmm? I ate him. Of course he did. These two are great. Obviously, that's the natural response to your brother. (laughs) I love weirdo monsters that chat with each other. Yeah. They're fucking weird guys. I love it when there's weird guys in my Supernatural. Uh, They swap, right? Oh, no, 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 right. Because Dean likes, like, I like this one's hair better. You can stay in the big one. We get some ableism. Wife and Sam says, I'll take chuckles over schizo. That's not great, but. Yeah. Not surprising. Yeah. But to know. be fair, they're also the bad guys that are belittling Sam's like mental illnesses, so like whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Uh they shoot up the diner. Imagine these uh, Leviathan having a Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I suppose I should clarify. They force a kid to video them on the phone, yeah. on his phone. And they do like they, they do like such a Twitch streamer outro that I'm like, oh my god, uh-huh. I can see it. Like and subscribe. If this, if this season had taken place, that's like, YouTube. But... Six years later. Yeah. Um. They're on the phone with Bobby. Uh, Dean hears that Jody's in the background. He calls him Richard Gear. This is the part where I got distracted looking at men's tits pictures. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hmm, "Who is that?" And looked it up, and I was like, "Yeah, those are good pictures of of, of a man." Okay, hold on. Now I gotta Google him. Men's tits. <laughs> he looks pretty good, as, like, in his old age, too. Yeah. This one, IMDb picture. Oof. Yeah, he's got big silver fox energy. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen a Richard Gere movie. Have I seen him in anything? I don't even, like, know what he's been in. Oh, is the joke that Bobby is being sexy in his old age? Is yes, that the joke? yes, that is the joke. Okay. Well, also, he was, like, a huge sex symbol when he was young, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen a Richard Gere movie. Um, so yeah, whatever. They make fun of him. Uh, Dean's sad about that he can't go to the diner. He's Bobby makes a, a Pulp Fiction reference. The the diner scene in uh in Pulp Fiction. 
Oh, is this where we meet, uh, Saul? No, no, this is a different cop. I'm so curious when Valente and Morris get Leviathan, because it's not in this scene either. I don't know, maybe it's, like, actually after... Yeah, it's like because it it looks like it looks like the Leviathan was sent in to confirm Dean and Sam's death. So maybe Dick was like, "Hey, I need you to possess those FBI guys yeah. and like make sure that the Winchesters are dead." Yep. Um, the soap scene I think starts to happen right. The the soap drips down. Those floorboards aren't properly like those. The that's it shouldn't leak like that, <laughs> or or she's using like way too much. She spilled it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Um, yeah, there's oh, a deleted as... scene in the transcript where she knocked it okay. over. Okay, okay. Oh, I think she mentions knocking it over, too. Yeah, she does. No. She says... Um, if you need me to spill anything. She says there was an, uh, like an accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then that. Uh, meanwhile, Sam and Dean are getting arrested. <laughs> this is where... Um, this is where Michael Hogan shows up. This is where Colonel Saul cop begins. Uh, they do the phone call... Mostly plot, plot, plot happening. I don't know if there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, Bobby explains exactly how they are to kill Leviathan. Oh, right. Um, right, because they get... Uh, the, there's a funny thing here where um, they see the other Impala, and Dean's like, those are nice wheels. Tell you what, when this is over, I'm stealing those rims. Literally. Oh, this is also... So, uh, Chet's monologuing... And um, he's like, you got the gruff thing down. Seen more death than an electric chair, which I said in the chat is a great line. Mm -hmm. um, deep down, you're no cynic. You still hope. You even got to think for that lady upstairs. Tiny party thinks maybe after all this is done, you and Miss Sheriff can make your own little cabin in the woods. That's hilarious. You're not getting any older than tomorrow, Bobby. Why do you bother? Bobby says, you a Browning fan? Robert Browning, poet. Got that name rattling around up there with the rest of my thoughts and feelings? Because, um, yeah, Chet turned into him. Uh, and then he says, a man's reach should exceed his grasp, which, this is a good Bobby moment. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, I know none of this is going to happen, but I can still dream. Yeah. And Chet's like, that's actually Bobby. lovely. Browning, after I eat you, I'm definitely going to hit the library. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Beaver for just being a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great scene. Um... And then, yeah, when the soap spills down, he goes up and smooches Jody in a, like, Eugenia sort of way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's it's like, wow, really wasn't expecting that reaction. He's like, what the hell is in that bucket? <sighs> and now, can we please talk about the fact that these ancient, yep. ancient beasts are we to sodium from man or angel are allergic to soap. household cleaner? Yep. It's really stupid. It's so stupid. It's really dumb. Like I, it's, it's, I just can't it's, even. It's like, Mad Libs. <laughs> it's like they threw a dart at a board yeah. of, of things. It's like they did a thing generator online, and they were like, "Oh my god, Pine Soul!" <laughs> what the fuck? Also, who uses borax in their laundry anymore? Maybe like, I don't know. I mean, I if Rufus has like old soap in his cabin, like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's fair, but also it's like. Is 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 sodium borate? Is it a naturally occurring compound, or is it man-made? Because why the fuck would a man-made compound be harmful to ancient fucking creatures older than the world itself? I shrug. There's something. 
you could make this interesting if you tried hard enough in that, like, it's because they're ancient that their weakness was never discovered, and it just so happens that this specific chemical has some interaction with the way their bodies yeah, work or whatever. Like, okay. like, like, I looked um, it up. Sodium borate is a naturally occurring compound composed of boron, oxygen, hydrogen, and sodium. Trace amounts are found in soil, water, plants, and animals, but it is most commonly found in sediments and sedimentary rock formations. Um, this is according to verywellhealth.com. Okay. Yeah, it being man-made it's, like doesn't it's really... It's like, um... oh god, what's that book? The one with the aliens. A lot of those. The one. The the World of the Worlds. Oh, like, okay. It's yeah, like how being... in World of the Worlds, the aliens are like death, deathly allergic to the common cold. Right, like, but that makes sense. Yeah, it's the worst version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that it's a naturally occurring compound makes me less angry. It's still like complete Mad Libs. I think it's kind of yeah. Funny. It still doesn't. We're like doesn't make the, any sense. Um, the Leviathan have been locked away since like before the oxygen. Um, extinction events, you know, it, like they could be weak to oxygen, except that then they wouldn't be able to walk around. So they, yeah, their their super resistance to everything includes, you know, being covered from oxidation. But you know, this is only trace amounts in natural occurring. So large amounts of it is like, whoa, what the fuck is this stuff? And like, I could see why it would be like where you could make the case for it, but of course, it is still very silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just too, here's the problem with season seven, is it's too silly, <laughs> which is hard to do for this fucking show. Yeah, because... I mean, I like a silly episode, like, sequestered, like, last episode was great, but the, the like, meta yes. plot should not be, should no, not be. No, the whole arc of this, the whole arc of this season is, what if there were big, choppy guys who were allergic to Pine Soul, and we had a guy f that we could call Dick? Wait, is he the No. Oh, sorry, he's I spoiled the, he's that. Like, oh, okay. Well... Sorry, I forgot that we haven't learned that yet. So, the like, the whole... And, and that's it. That's the whole season. And then, the like, the B-plot with the boys being mad at each other. Like... And, like, the B-plot of the boys being mad at each other is actually, like, decent. Like, it's good, like, angst between them. And then you're like, haha, penis. And it's like... <laughs> Like, we get some really iconic lines, but also, <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad television, guys. Yep. And, like, I don't think they're ever going to explain in-universe, like, why it is that sodium boring no. is their weakness. It's just like, well, it just is. It just is. They're not asking questions. Yeah. They're just going to pour it on them. Yeah. Which, like, fine. They don't have to know, but, like, it's But it's they're not so... even going to ask, you know? Because they don't have yeah. an answer. It's so ridiculous. The answer is that, that they needed something that was, like, universe... common enough that the boys could easily get some, but not common enough that it would be everywhere. Yeah. And something that's relatively harmless to people. Yep. So they can use it like holy water. Holy water, too! Yep. Yeah. It, like... <sighs> yeah, it sucks. Secular holy water. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like. Think, I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. When I was watching this, because it's like this is the show that we're watching at this point. No, I knew, like, I knew, I knew, I knew. When you didn't have a reaction in the live blogging, I was like, he's just resigned. Yeah, he is resigned yeah. to this show. Yeah, yeah. he's cynical. Yeah, <laughs> we've broken him. I uh, see. Yeah. I and yet and yet last episode, I thought that they might get trained by cool, horrible witches. So there still is some hope in my heart sometimes, but and yeah, there's this still is eight there, seasons yeah. to go. Yeah, you know, we're not even halfway. My next note is about 
the thing I already called out in the synopsis about. Yeah, let's. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm supposed to give you your phone call. Yes, bitch. God, a cab. Fuck this guy. Like as they're getting arrested. First of all, actually, I forgot to say there's like a bit where while they're getting arrested, they're like, no, no, it's behind you. It's you look over there. And obviously, the cops yeah. are not stupid enough to turn around in middle yeah. of arresting serial killers, so they don't see the the Samandine behind them, which is really funny. Um, but then as they continue being um, taken to their cells, I think. Yeah, as they get to the sheriff's office, Dean's like, I want my phone call. And the sheriff's like, there'll be a call to the FBI. Um, take them to their cells. Then Dean goes, hey, I have a right to my phone call. And the sheriff goes, a right? You killed how Somebody many people last couple days and Not you want me to hop me. to on your rights? Um, yes, that's what rights mean. Yes, that's literally your fucking job. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that, this is accurate to cops. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So Bobby tells them their weakness. The cop eventually shuts it off and is like, what the hell? What the fuck was that? Uh, Dean says, you want me to desperate housewives these mothers? Stupid. Uh, the cop goes and sees the uh, the Leviathans have shown up to have have some have some munchies. It is really uh, funny because like one of them is bent over the dead guy eating him, right? He, and the the other guy walks in and goes like, "What are you doing?" And he stands up and like has flesh in his mouth. And the yeah. other guy goes, "What's your problem? We don't have time for lunch right now," which is really. I funny. love the Leviathans. They're great. They're um, so fucking... not great that this this guy is a black cop and monster. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. But at least it was a good twist in the dialogue. Again, if it's an extra like this, I don't particularly like complain because it's probably not in the script. Like it's just they got whoever they could get. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it's not as intentional as say Gordon. Yes. Even though I doubt it was actually intentional on Sarah Gamble's part. But like it, it speaks to it's, it's more it nevertheless speaks to the fact that we almost never have major characters who who are black men that exactly. are like, like if you look at the characters not, who are yeah. played by black men, it's always extras and it's always or I mean not literally always. It's either extras or it's like characters that antagonists, yeah. antagonists or like victims. Mm-hmm. I guess almost everyone in this show is either an antagonist or a victim. And we did have Rufus, who was great, but like... I miss you, Rufus. But then they killed him. Yeah, then they killed him. Um. Anyway, the cop's like, what the heck? And they're like, we need you to go get soap for us. Yeah. Soap. Uh, Sam is sitting in the interview room. Fake Dean walks in. Sam goes, Dean! And, like, holds out his handcuff wrists to be like, hey, let me out. Um, and the Leviathan goes, uh-huh. I'm not your brother, but I am Dean adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hysterically funny. Me too, buddy. Just say you're a Dean Kinney and go. Well, he's not a Dean Kinney. We talked about this. He hates Dean. <laughs> you can be a, you can be a Kinney for someone you hate. I guess that's fair. <laughs> uh, and then Dean He wanted sees... to switch, though. That's true. He did want to switch. Sam Kinney and a Dean Kinney body. Wait, I thought the Sam one wanted to switch. Oh, you're right. The Sam Dean, one did Dean, want to switch. The D, you know what? The oh, Dean yeah, one Dean did say like, he no, liked his, like hair. his hair. Yeah, I like this one's hair better. Anyway, um, the uh, the Sam Leviathan does a really bad job pretending to be Sam. He literally he stands there like, for one second and Dean's like, not Sammy, and not shoots Sammy, him. And he makes like a him. really funny, like, Yeah, uh, he, make, he like purses his lips. face. Um, That's funny. There's, I screenshotted it actually here. At the time, I didn't think he was it? trying to act like Sammy. I just thought he was just like. Yeah, I mean the Biden. the Dean one didn't try. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't crop it yet. Yeah. Whatever, I'll send it and I'll deal with it later. 
Yeah, the Dean one starts talking about libertarianism. <laughs> the thing I hate about you is that you're you're too good and like taking care of each other. Wasting a perfectly good opportunity to subjugate the weak. It's so You guys are weird. It was weird. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. And Sam's like, are you gonna old. kill me or like yeah. I would literally rather you eat my face right now than continue talking to me. Yeah. Literally. Me too. And this is where uh, the Amy shoe drops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sam's like, what? And he's like, now I can eat you. <laughs> he says, I like my meat a little bitter, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Dean breaks in and cuts, throws soap on him and cuts his head off. <laughs> God, this stupid. show is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like, black, br bleh, black blood spray along the side of the wall is pretty all right. And like we see the headless, like inky black stump of his head, of his of his stump of his neck. There we go. That's the word. Colonel Saul is like, uh, I'll happily help you out here if I can pretend this never happened. Um, the sheriff says that the the bodies of the Winchesters were sent for cremation as per their living wills and religious requirements. And I was like, ah, Jewish loss. But he's lying, so it's a Jewish win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, is there a religion that requires cremation? You can make religion for anything. Okay, well, maybe yeah. Jediism requires cremation. They did cremate Qui Gon. It's true. In fact, so do hunters, okay. Though. So I guess to you a could quick say Google, it, is it there looks like Hinduism is the only religion that mandates cremation. All right. Um, I'm not gonna say that's a Hindu Winchester win. <laughs> so they uh, they do the this cop and the the the. Um, coroner yes thank you the cop and the coroner do a good job lying but it ends up not mattering because this is when the agents have become the leviathans i believe mm -hmm. the thing that i don't get is like their boss was always a leviathan right or did he just or did this just Dick happen roman was always a leviathan but uh the agents would not have been reporting to dick roman before it's only the leviathan yeah, yeah. calling him now okay yeah dick is not the head of the fbi um, yeah, so they get they get killed. There's big old blood splatters everywhere. Rip. Yep. Uh the way his face turns into the big monster face is alright. It's dumb CGI, but it's fun. Yeah. Before that happens. I do, I do oh, go on. it's I have fondness for it. Yeah. I like it. It's it's better than like at least they're cool monsters, right? Yeah, it looks exactly like mm -hmm. they're supposed to. I love them. Yeah. Uh and then the we get the tongues. before before this we get the um Bobby Jody scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Bobby gives her a like chaste kiss on the cheek, and also his severed head. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to bury Romantic. his own body in cement. His duplicate yep. body. Yep. Because he's not stupid. Supernatural will be like, is anyone going to make these suicidal men literally kill themselves uh -huh. or, and not wait for an answer? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, the Bobby uh -huh, Dean uh -huh, mirrors uh -huh, are so uh -huh, diabolical. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's sad. When he says, actually, there's one more thing, she smiles in this way. It's like, oh, are you going to act like, are we going to talk about the smooch? And then, no. <laughs> it's business time for He, like, holds up Bobby. a finger and walks off. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Jody. F find somebody else who isn't broken. <laughs> it's okay. She will. Um, then we meet Dick. 
when he tells Crowley to call him Dick, Crowley has like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Make yeah, I'm it's great. I love you, Mark Shepard. Um, I like the, the I, voice that Dick Roman is using, not literally like the sound of his voice, but like the yes, the 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 cadence. What's the word I'm looking for? I said like idiosyncrasies, idiolect. Yeah. Yeah, like his his like phrasings are also businessy. I yeah, said he, he is a businessman. I said last night that he has big dad energy. We have a villain who's a dad now. Um, he golfs. Uh, he would definitely be the sort of person to hold himself back from saying a slur at the fancy dinner table you're having with him because you're dating his daughter. <laughs> Talk about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. He'd say mm-hmm. those people. Um, yeah. he he says like um. The the guy he's talking to is like, well, we could do, we could just double them again, and he's like, well, I think you know them coming back from the dead again starts to strain credulity, even for the American media. Am I right? Um, he knows he knows his audience. Uh huh. He can work a crowd. He's a businessman and a politician. He is pretty charismatic. Like I'm. Yeah, not he's pretty lie. fun to watch. Honestly, he he can carry a scene. Yeah. He says like back to the vision board on this one. Like he's. Having board uh-huh. meetings. It's, listen, yeah, I love no, a villain he's fun. Who is, who I, is just a villain. Now that I know that he's like this voice actor, I have uh, much more affection for him. <laughs> I think it's really funny that Carly shows up with a basket of muffins, but then, of course, also they're evil muffins. Evil muffins? Um, yeah, are you using the baby evil as, as like gluten, a gluten substitute? No, I think that's just like a statement about the muffins in general. Like instead of like raisins, if you were like, oh, blueberry muffins gluten free, you wouldn't be like, are the blueberries instead of gluten? That's because I know blueberries aren't a gluten substitute. Okay, neither is meat. <laughs> I don't know that. Anyway, I think it's very anyway funny that this monster is going gluten free. Sure. <laughs> or maybe Crowley <laughs> was like, I don't know, maybe he has allergies. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to know. I think he just, I think it's just, he's a, he's a demon, so it's time for eating baby t- jokes. Um, but yeah, Bob, uh, Crowley's like, we should team up. And he's like, you fucking suck. Yeah. I'm, I Crowley's like, I brought you. you here by opening the door. Um, yep. And Dick Rowan is like, um, you were trying to steal all the souls. He says, don't roofie me and call it Roman. Yeah. What is wrong with everyone who has a scene with Crowley? Why are they all I'd gay? I'd sooner swim through hot garbage than shake hands with a bottom-feeding mutation like you. You demons are ugly, lazy, gold-digging whores. You're less than humans, and they're not much good. They're not good for much till you dip them in garlic sauce. Yeah, I really like the use mm-hmm. of the word mutation here because, like, technically, sauce. it's true, but it's so mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder what Leviathan think of angels. I don't know. Uh, did you did you mention that uh, he wants uh, decaf two pumps of vanilla? I did not. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. when he's he, does he like has his assistant or whatever, and he's like, "I'm craving a latte. Am I running across the street before he hits the trail? Decaf two pumps of vanillas, and grab yourself whatever you want. My treat gives him some extra money." He he starts reading the newspaper. He's just a guy. He's in deep cover. Yeah, I like to think that he genuinely. I love it when monsters enjoys. enjoy being guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He is blending in. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been in the pit for a billion years or whatever. Like, I, I really enjoy how much the Leviathans are enjoying, like, walking around and being people. Some of them. Yeah, they're just vibing. Well, right, I mean, being people as in pretending to be people, as in, like... No, I mean, like, the the Sam and Dean ones were like, ew, food is disgusting, having morals is nasty. Um, But on the other hand, like, some of them like cheese sauce and garlic dip, so... Yes, <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. There are diverse but That's true. variety in the monster culture. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's time for the boys to talk about what Dean did. Yeah. <sighs> Sam is being standoffish and Dean's like, oh yeah, because of the, you know, monster us. I gotta be honest, I ain't looking in the mirror for a while myself. <sighs> Trans Dean. So many identity issues in this show. So true. So true. This man has killed himself three times, and that's not even talking about his own literal deaths. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. That does something to you. <sighs> yeah. Okay, then Sam says, here to help, which is cute as, like, a callback to last episode. Like I said, Sam's like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. So Dean's, like, trying to trying to put that back to him. He's like, yeah, I'm here to help. And Sam's like, oh, like, you helped Amy? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Grimace emoji. <laughs> yep. It's coming out. Once again, Sam has two bags of stuff in the whole world. Yeah, literally. Yeah. This scene, I... It's like a backpack and, like, a laptop bag. This scene is good. Like, I'm glad that it has mm-hmm. this level of consequence. I'm glad mm-hmm. that it ends this bitterly. Like, I'm mm-hmm. excited for whatever the next episode will will bring as far as their continued conflict in this regard. Because, yeah, it's like... Sam's walked away, like, before... Um, but like it was a big deal then too, and yeah, it's mm-hmm. like Yeah, he hasn't done that in a long time anyway. I yeah. I like when the status quo shifts. I, I'm glad that this has caused such a big rift between them. My guess is that they're to gonna get back gonna go. together to be hanging out like within the next episode or two. Oh yeah. No, I know. Yeah. But at least in the meantime, he's like, Wow, I can't fucking look at you right now. Goodbye. At least things are happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen through... Like, this se- is Supernatural. It goes 12. on for 15 seasons. Oh, sorry. I think I've seen through episode 12, if I recall correctly. So we're almost caught up to me. Um, and then I don't know what happens. Well, on and off. <laughs> I stopped before I watched 13 because I know something that happens in it and I didn't want to see it. <laughs> Hold on. Ah. So I'm pausing there and I'll wait to catch up and then I'll be on new <sighs> content. Um, but yeah, consequences this season. Who knew? Yep. Yep. When will you it's learn? To, it's not going to mean anything. <laughs> it's not going to mean anything by the end of the season. But, like, it's good that it matters now. Yeah. Because, like, the, the show goes on for 15 seasons. Yeah. We've talked about we this We talked before. about this the all the time. Yeah, absolutely like, unforgettable they can't, yeah, things. Yeah. But they can't But they always anything. gotta come back. All right. Actor fact time, I suppose. Um, first, first, we'll, we'll start, we'll, we'll end with Kevin McNally. Uh, so, as I said, the cop was played by Michael Hogan, uh, who is Colonel Saul in Battlestar Galactica. He's also Robert Besker in The Little Vampire, Tony Legazzo in Cult Squad, Gate in Jack and the Kid, Captain Bailey in Mass Effect, uh, Don Mitchell in Fall at New Vegas, General Tullius in Skyrim, Otto Gerhardt in the Fargo TV show, David Eklund in Twelve Monkeys, and Gerard Argent in Teen Wolf. Um... Dick Roman was played by James Patrick Stewart. Unfortunate name for an actor to have. Uh, he was Will Cortland in All My Children, Greg Champlain in The Simple Life, um, Keith in Andy Richter Controls the Universe, um, to Adam Matthews in like eight episodes of CSI. Um, he's been in a, like so many uh, video games. He has been in so many of them. Uh, I'm just scrolling through, trying to find another one that's, like, actually relevant. Oh! He's Zigbar in Kingdom Hearts. 
He is, uh, as I said, he is the he is private in Penguins of Madagascar, not in Madagascar the movie. Um, that was somebody else, but in every other uh, private in every other form that he has been in. Um, do, 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 do. He's in some episodes of Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. He's the president in Monsters vs. Aliens. He is uh, Dengar in Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. <laughs> uh, he's Zeg in Blaze and the Monster Machines. One-Eyed Wally in Amphibia. Craniac in The Villains of Valley View. Uh, and, um, oh right, has also been in 559 episodes of General Hospital as Valentin Cassidine. <laughs> Also, Feel Heart and Frank Benzen. I don't know how you get the... Oh, whatever, it's fine. So that's his life. <laughs> Finally, Kevin McNally, um, who has been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he has been acting since the 70s, so this is just going to be, like, uh, uh, some some greatest hits for him. Um, he was... He was in the Young Adventures of Indiana. Sorry, he was in the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, a '90s show that I completely forgot existed until just now. Um, he's Alan Hook and Dad. Uh, he was in the Phantom of the Opera movie, uh, the 2004 one. Uh, obviously, he his he skyrocketed to like fame and people knowing who he was uh, by the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, he's in. Uh, the Wuthering Heights miniseries is Mr. Earnshaw. He's in The Man Who Knew Infinity. He's in whatever Macbeth, Macbeth Unhinged is, which that sounds great. Hmm. Harris Cochrane in Designated Survivor. He's Richard Woodhull in Turn, Washington Spies. James Hollis in Unforgotten. Uh, the Smith in The Outpost. Um, he plays Joshua Gibbs in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Uh, he's Jack Greenwood in the, the, the in the Das Boot TV show. They made a Das Boot TV show. Wild. Uh, he's Bernard Ingham in The Crown. He is Professor Eustatius Jericho in Doctor Who. Um, he's Duncan in The Curse of the Macbeths, uh, which appears to be a modern Macbeth retelling. Uh, he is Podo Helmer in the Wingfeather Saga, um, and he's in the new Alex Ryder show. Interesting. So yeah, he's he's been in a whole bunch of stuff. He's also a big theater actor, I believe. Yeah, or he was, I and mean, he was in the seventies. Um, all right, that's uh, that's an episode. We did it. Uh, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Please rate yeah. and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Send us send us mail. We love it when you do that. Um, mm -hmm. next, do that week. Our... next week. We'll be yeah, about... Next week. Uh, seven seven the mentalists which i don't remember anything of at all um oh there's some psychics in there i guess and season seven time for a wedding that's the title um which is a davin laughlin episode <gasps> but we're gonna meet a very fun character in that it's true and we're going to reunite with the not fun character <laughs> yeah Okay. And until next time, um, I this is where my secret finally gets out that uh, <laughs> that, that last week I killed Alex. Oh my god! And, uh, this we heard him like... coughing today. <laughs> yeah, that was actually me. <gasps> I've been pretending. 
And uh, Ash leaves the show. We're gonna have to find someone new. I guess that makes me Cass, who is dead. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Music used on Word of Godcast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.